They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? <clears throat> Not much, man. Another week. Another week. Last last week in July. Right. Another. We're, we're in August. That We're already in August. Uh, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. You can listen to us live. Watch us live on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming each and every single week. You can watch us or hear us after the fact on podcasts across any format of podcasts. You can also watch us on Spotify or listen to us on Spotify as well. If you'd like to help us out in any way, shape or form, you can please share, like, subscribe, use the comment section down below. Uh, and you want to go above and beyond that. You can become a member uh, for as little as 99 cents. Uh, we do lots of different streams, but this podcast is on Thursday nights, as you can see. Episode 319, we've been around for a bit. Uh, so if you'd like to help us out with Monetize Wise, memberships is 99 cents. You can also use Super Chats. You can also do special thanks after the end. Uh, all of it is free. You don't have to do any of those things, uh, but we do appreciate whatever you do. We do appreciate it. All right, on today's show, Sarge, uh, the show I labeled is uh, with a grain of salt because there's so many... Too much. There's so many much. Uh, stories that are that are rumors or speculations or or whatnot. Uh, so we have we have uh, stories about Epic. We have stories about Skull and Bones. We have stories about Avatar. We have stories about Division. We have stories about Nintendo Switch. We have stories about for becoming a member. Uh, new Xbox, uh, uh, new Xboxes and Playstations. Uh, about Hogwarts. Uh, about games in development that might or may or may not come out. Uh, we're going to be talking about, thanks for becoming a if member. we can get to these, uh, we're going to get talked to Sony interested in something, right? We're going to get uh, talk about uh, Ubisoft. We're going to be talking about Gotham Knights. We're going to be talking about Lord of the Rings. We're going to be talking about thanks Sony's Patton. We're going to be talking about BMW. We're going to be talking about Knights of the Old Republic. We're going to be talking about Xbox. We're going to talk about Grand Theft Auto 6 uh, in all its glory. Uh we're also Thanks going to talk about, I think that's it, Capcom, if we get to it, Diablo, if we get to it, PlayStation, if we get to it, and the meta, if we get to it. So lots of stories, lots of Thanks things to go becoming over. a member. Uh, Stealth Gaming, thanks for gifting five memberships. If you guys, uh, I think it automatically said it was gifted. Yeah, so if, you, are you, if you're in chat a lot, what YouTube does if you gift memberships People that interact the most in the chat, it actually knows like who's participating and who doesn't participate and who's here all the time. So if someone's brand new and someone's been here a long time and you're not a member and someone gives members, as long as you activate accept memberships, you'll get it before somebody else because it knows that you're loyalty uh, to the channel. So that's pretty Ooh. cool uh, from YouTube. How come so, I didn't get it? How come I didn't get one? Because... Because uh, you're not in the chat 24-7, I guess. I have no idea, Sarge, because you're a mod. That's why, honestly. I think that's why. I think uh, you're just making that up. So, Stealth Gaming, I, I could be making that up, 100%. Uh, 
Uh, I'm assuming this because in Lorno's channel, I don't get gifted subs, and I'm a mod there as well. Uh, so, Stealth Gaming, thank you very much. Claps all around for you. All right. So, let's start off with what you've been playing. Because I've been playing some things, Sarge. Well, What have you been playing? I mean, I get bored. And then what ends up happening is I started searching games. And what I couldn't figure out, and this is the part that bothered me, is I, I had downloaded a game on Game Pass. Uh-huh. And then I got rid of it. Okay. But then, but then it's not on Game Pass anymore, so I can't find it again. Right. It's gone. Right. Right. But I'm allowed to download it again because I already had it type of thing, but you can't find it. It's just are you, like, are you sure not because of Game Pass, it's, it's, but because of gold? Uh, no, because Surviving Mars wasn't on gold. It was on, it was on Game Pass. So anyway, I found Surviving Mars for $10. So I bought that. Oh, I see. So you bought again. it. Right, right, right. Okay. I was going to yeah, say, because yeah. once it's off Game Pass, you can't play it again. Yeah, no. I, well, if it's on my hard drive, I can. If it's on your hard drive. Yeah. If it's not on your hard drive, you can't re-download it again. Yeah, that's the problem. Right. So I, I have to have a hard drive for games I think I might want to. Right. I just get a just get a separate hard yeah. drive just for just download everything from Game Pass, and yeah. just put it onto your hard drive. Yeah, I did that one. <laughs> does that work with the uh, with the Xbox? It does. Okay. It does. I move. Uh oh, drunk vision. All right, there we go. There it is. Sarge's camera so was drinking. I, I go. I put all the stuff I know I play as stays on the hard drive, and the stuff I maybe kind of sort of will play, I put on that. Okay. And then I transfer it around. So I've been playing uh, Surviving Mars again, and the reason why I've been playing Surviving Mars again is because you're bored out of your mind. Well, no, no. There's there's a there's a lead in. Um, uh, over the last couple week weekends, like because the industry is shit, and you're bored out of your mind. No, no, it's because uh, I've been playing tournament rules with a bunch of people. I've been meeting them once a week to play Terraforming Mars. Oh, okay. The board, the board, the game. board game. Yeah. Right? So I have Mars on the brain, and then that popped up in the feed, and then I said, oh, let me see if I can still play that. Do you have the and movie with Matt Damon playing in the background where he's on Mars? No, The Martian. The Martian? No. 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 Every time anyone says The Martian, though, I think of the old TV show from the 60s. Every time that's, I hear The Martian, I think I of... Um, from Looney Tunes, Marvin the yep, Martian. Marvin, Marvin yeah. the Martian. Yep. So I've been playing uh, Surviving Mars. Yeah. I'm playing uh, uh, what I keep I keep forgetting the game the name of the damn game. Um, Surviving Mars. No, no, no. The other one that's the one you can play on the Xbox Wings, uh, the bird game. I've been playing there online with people. Wings. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna get the name wrong. Is uh, it on game? Is it on Game Pass? It is. It is. It's it's, it's called it's, Wings. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the goddamn game. We should just have a brand new show called What We Played on my Game brain, Pass. My my brain my brain's <laughs> out, man. We should anyway. Just, it's, it was a what female I played author. on Game Pass this past week. It's, it's a female author. She wrote a bunch of books about birds, and then she came up with her own game. Ghostspan right, wingspan. says wingspan. 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 Thank you, Ghost. Thank you. I've been playing Wingspan against randos in the universe, and let me tell you, man, that game is fiercely competitive. What is okay? You have to explain to me what wingspan is because I I don't know what it is. I'll I'll look it up real fast. Uh, it's okay. So the 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 premise is all around birds, right? You don't you don't have to know about birds. It's like the accidental thing that happens to you when you play the game is you learn about birds, right? 
so the idea of the game, it's an engine builder. And the idea is to get the most points by the end. I think of the, is this a, is this a card this, game? It it is a card game. So it's a board it game, a, and it's a board game with cards. Video game. Well, okay. they 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 transposed it over to the Xbox. Yeah, I okay. thought it was cool. Is, is yeah. this is this what you're talking about right here? Is this what's on the screen right here? Uh, I'm not looking at the stream right now. Hang on. Wingspan. Uh, yes, that that is it. Okay. That's it. It looks fiercely yeah. competitive, Sarge. Fiercely it, competitive. It is. <laughs> it is. I know. I just was. It is. It is. The, 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 the trick of the game, the trick of it is you, it's an engine builder, right? And so you think you have time to set up your engine in order to score points by the end of the game. And when you start to realize is the rounds go pretty quick. And like, like the first round lasts, I think it like, it's like seven or eight phases. And then you subtract one for every season. And so okay. at the end of the spring season, it goes to seven, then to six, then to five. And when you only have five phases, you start running out of time. And so what you think you're going to score points on, you never do. So unless people get in position, right? And so you, you, people have won by like one point, right? Or if you have no idea how to play the game, you get blown out. Like if you have no idea how to play the game, you can tell you get blown out. You'll, get, you'll lose by like 25 so, points. But so people who actually know how to play... You're like within two points of each other. Is this points. is this like you're a you're a, a you're bird not, you're watcher? Not orna, you're not a no. You're not an orna. That that's the incident. Orna, orna ornithopodist. I, I think with the 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 person who watches birds. Ornithopodist. I think I can't. I can never pronounce it correctly. I call them old no, person, I'm, which I'm, which I'm getting I'm to because of, I'm drinking a lot of coffee. Because, I can't pronounce the damn word because I like watching birds now. I've hit the age of where I like watching birds. Ornithopodist, I think, is what it's called. Anyway, point being is the there's there, there are birds from everywhere. Like it's real birds, not made up birds. They're real birds. Yeah, I, like, I, I that's see it. Like a, it's like an accidental thing to learn about birds. Like, okay. and so while you play the game, you're learning about birds accidentally. Well, that's what a good game is, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean actually, it's a board game. A board game. That's what it does. A board game educates you as you're playing it's, something. It's 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 a very highly rated game. It's a very highly rated game. If you if you if you have people that actually sit around and play games in the in the in the house, now this is one of the games to buy. Well, this is what I was just going to say. I like board games. I love board games. Right. This seems like something I would be interested in as a board game. I don't know if I could sit and play it as a video game board game. Well, I don't think your family's going to be able to sit and play with you. So no. you're better off playing it. You're player better off playing it online. All right. So the other game that's supposed to come out and hasn't come out yet is Terraforming Mars. They're supposed to release Terraforming Mars on the Xbox. I don't know when it's supposed to come out. I just know it's coming out. Okay. So I'm excited about that one. Uh, it's also an engine builder, uh, and you learn about Mars. Uh, it's basically you're a corporation, and you're basically terraforming the planet in order to make money, of course, and exploit the planet. It's yeah. perfect. Right. Uh, so besides those two, uh, also playing Minecraft. You know about that. Yep. And then uh, I've been playing Enlisted. And I know some oh, people Enlisted, don't know what that I, is. I played Enlisted, uh, I, I want to say last year, but it's, it's been a long time. It's been a long yeah, time. So I, listen, there's no Battlefield. So I need my fix. So I've been playing that. Right? Yeah, I'll, I've been playing, I'll bring I've been, up Enlisted here for, I, for I, everybody. I played, I played Hell at Loose a couple nights. And I want to say it's, I, got my, I finally got my controller settings really good. Like really good, like so my guy moves a lot more fluid, and so I got a lot of kills, and I was in the zone, 
And we're, right. this is not I, I was on I was on a I was on a good team. I was on a good team, and then in the middle in the middle of the good team oh, yeah, play, no, this is enlisted. Somebody somebody decided to throw some <laughs> racist crap into the chat, and then the whole team started going completely they, like everything just fell apart like completely ape shit like one guy's defending the other guy one guy's doing this like you know how it goes right and it's just like and we were in the middle like of this a comeback this is hell right? and loose isn't it no this is enlisted wow no, i haven't played enlisted. i haven't played it's enlisted in a while yeah that's enlisted that, that, listen you can't take enlisted seriously at all the problem the problem with enlisted is the fact that you you can't really hide anywhere because you like have your group of guys that just follow right, you around right. and it's expose like you're, you. You're you're in the group and the yeah. group follows you. So if you've leveled up your squad, you've got like eight or nine guys with you. So like when I go to a house, I got eight or nine guys around the house, and like everyone knows you're there, right? It's basically target practice. Right. That, that's what this game is. I, the game is basically target practice. Like, like I remember. I remember playing. Like, yeah, I remember yeah. playing and getting like a hundred kills just because I was just shooting at everybody that was coming in yeah. front of me from all around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and half the time you're killing bots, right? You yeah, don't know. Who the, yeah. you you can tell who the live player is because because the we're moving, right? Right. The guy, <laughs> They're not doing it's this. Still, it's still World War Two. It's still World War Two. It's still kind of fun. Right? I I like it. Um, Graphics are pretty good. Else, because there's something else. Like so between this and Hell Let Loose, right? Oh, and by the way, uh, when I played Hell Let Loose a couple nights ago, uh, the APCs actually th that patch is actually in the game. I didn't know that. I didn't know the last patch. I didn't know it was in the game. It's in the game. The, the last patch? The, the APC. Oh, the one before. Yeah, the one before. The, the AP. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the, but the patch for the PC is not the same for the patch for the console. No, no, not yet. Not yet. The The right. last so patch to come out for console was in May. And that one had the APC in it. Correct. That one's in yeah. the game, right? Yeah, that, they said by really the end good. of this year, they said that they're going to try to have both PC and Xbox on this, or console, I should say, on the same on the same patch i know it's difficult you know it, it gets a little hard when you, when you have to do console and and pc at the same time i i get it but i i really do i really do love the gameplay of hell let loose like i know it's i know it's a mil sim not not as serious as some of the other ones like squad right but but at the same time it's just it's done really well like it feels sluggish i understand why people don't like it because they they feel like it's, it's slow sluggish. pace yeah it's slow pace like I, there's nothing going on and then you're in battle and then the, the shit hits the fan What happened? I don't know. Sarge can't see my us. Computer, my computer is doing something. Sarge can't see us. He's he's flying blind. I can tell when he starts looking at the screen aimlessly, like he's not looking at me anymore. There's something going yeah, on with this computer. Yeah, my computer's. It's time, guys. This is like a, a two-way mirror right now. We can see Sarge, but Sarge yeah. can't see us. Yeah. But uh, I, I really... It, I don't know what it is. I am a I am a team-based player when it comes to mill sims. Like I could, I could be in the game, right? If I pick rifleman, I, I just, I zone out, I shut the fuck up, I follow orders, right? Then if someone says, "Hey, can you be squad leader?" Then I'm in the squad leader, and then I go into squad leader mode, and I'm like, I give the orders. If you don't want to follow them, great. I just boot you out of the group, and I wait for the next guy to pop in. And I tell him the same shit, right? Like right. we're in this to, we're in this to win it. So like it depends on the position that I'm in, and then I'll follow orders. I like that kind of structured gameplay because when you have a bunch of guys who are doing the same thing, it's amazing how the game yeah, plays. It, it, it feels good. And again, we've always talked about uh, Battlefield back in the day. Like when we had that group and you're running through, Hell Let Loose feels really good when you're playing with people that know and they want to play. 
Like you, you would think that people. I'm that, looking for a group. I'm looking for a group right now. I'm going. I'm yeah. going on to the the LFG. The, the LFGs. When I'm looking for a group. Now. Yeah. If I'm you if you could find group. a good group to play with, the best, the best, right? What you need, what you need is like what we had with that group, is the fact that we didn't like meet like once or twice a week. No. No, at a specific was, time, yeah. like you have to be on 8 p.m. on Thursday because that's when yeah. we're playing. No, it's like we we had the game tag. Right. We had a list of people. We said, if you want to join, call these three guys. Right. And then what happened was is somebody out of the 20 people that we knew, somebody was on. Somebody. Yeah. Right. And so you would just go to them, group up and go play the game. Right. And then right? we just all and try so, to get in the same server. Right. And yep. so anytime anyone popped on, you would just click on their name because you'd see their name. They're in the game and then you'd be into that group. And then some nights, like on a Friday night or Saturday night, the whole, the whole, the whole, chat the, whole server, yeah, the whole group, all 12, yeah, all 12, people, 12, all of us. 12 in the voice chat is yeah. all us. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Awesome. Yeah. So between those three games, it, it's a busy week, been busy at work, but uh, the stories, man, the, I, I, I don't even know if I could follow them anymore. Like honestly, <laughs> there, there's honestly, a lot of stories. There, there. But there's, there's a lot of so rumors much, today. There's on this so today's much show. rumor. There's so much rumor. Yeah. Right. And and compiling everything I've heard over the last week, week and a half, it seems like every every decent game company has completely stopped every normal game, unless it's a live service or it's a monetization fest. Yeah. They're not making it. They're yeah. not making it. Well, there's a few. Like, there's, there's a there's a few. Oh yeah, Power Wash. Congratulations. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I meant like God Power of War Wash is coming out. Five games. Yeah, no, I God of War it. and stuff is coming out. There's still games coming out. Uh, before yeah, we get to those stories, though, when you say coming out, you mean eventually? No, well, God of War is coming out in in November. Allegedly. No, it's it's coming out. They they announced it. I mean, obviously, everything's allegedly until it actually hits my doorstep, right? Or my my hard drive. I, I'm I'm ba I'm fascinated by the the amount of just sheer amount of I, trash talk the the game journalists are just saying. Just well, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, I've been playing Multiverses still. I I think it's a great game. I I have a lot of fun with it. Water's talking about it. He's excited for rank to come out. I don't play it competitively. It's not a game that I want to play competitively. I've uh, watched people on stream play it and and play against each other. I. I just level up my characters and uh, play against the bots most of the time. And it's just fun to just, right. That's it. I'm just playing my own time, just do my own thing. And I, and I like it. I like, I like the animations. I've talked about this uh, weeks ago, but I, I like the game. It's just a fun little game to get on, do my dailies. And I like, I like the fighting of it with Batman and wonder woman and shaggy. Uh, those are my three main people that I use right now. Um, Learning the other characters that I'm unlocking slowly. I think I have five characters unlocked now. Um, they do this weird thing, which I guess is a cool thing. Or I shouldn't say cool, but interesting thing. So the first week it was out, every week they open up four characters. Okay? So if you didn't unlock them, they're unlocked for you. And you can play with those characters and level them up. And then at the end of the week, they close those four characters down. They pick four new characters. So if you don't have the money... To unlock those characters, they lock back up. But if you unlock them, then they're unlocked forever. But if you don't have them unlocked, they lock back up and they they pick four new characters each week to to level up. So there's that. Uh, I don't like the monetization. The monetization is way too high. Like the Batman skin for just Batman's twenty bucks for his alternate outfit, and I was like, that's ah, a little steep. Again, 
not a microtransaction. That's a massive transaction, $20 for one skin. Okay. Um, they do have packs to, to, to purchase for the tokens. You can get the $100 version, the $60 version, or the $30 version. You get like 15, 30, 15, and like nine coins that you can unlock characters that you pay for, obviously, because you're paying $100. So, or you could just play. Now, I have about 17, 18 hours in the game, and I've unlocked four characters. I've had enough for four characters, and I'm about to have enough for the fifth character to unlock. Um, so you can put hours in, get gold, play with people. You get like a 30% uh, uh, 30% more gold when you play with friends or whatnot. Uh, it incentivizes people to play. I like it. It's interesting. Uh, I've been playing that. I've been playing a crap ton of golf. I've been playing Roy, Rory uh, McIlroy's uh, golf that came up from EA back in 2015. I was like, oh, well, I want to buy a new golf game. But EA hasn't come out with a new golf game since 2015 because this, go this golf game, it's not bad. It's not great. Tiger Woods was the best. Like 2012, 2005, those were the best Tiger Woods games, right? Like Tiger Woods is the best golf game, hands down. Roy McIlroy is, is good. I like it. And it was on Game Pass, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it because it's on Game Pass. But then I just purchased last night, I purchased 2K, 2K21 Golf, uh, PGA Tour 2K21. I just started playing today. I like it a lot better. And here's a couple of reasons why I like it a lot better. One, it's not seven years old. Two, you can make your own like uh, society or your like clan, like club. So what's cool, Sarge, is if... You would like to play golf with me. I can have our own society. You can come into my my country club, right? My 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 own big guild, and we can set up our own events and have. So let's say you're busy and we can't play ever together live, but you would like to play a round of golf against me. So I could do my round first, okay? And you have a week or whatever time I set for it for you to compete on the same course as me, and then see who gets a better score, right? And then you can have. So you're you're having sort of like a league without having a league. You know you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So so for instance, so the, is the scoreboard is the scoreboard up there when you, when your yes. friends get on? Yeah, so if I got score. Right. So if I got par on 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 hole 1 and bogey on 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 2, it would show you what I got on the on the leaderboard. So you would know what you're going up against the entire time. The only thing is, if you're the first person playing, you're setting the tone, right? Because people are going up again, you know, but not really because it's it's showing the scorecard just like it would. But if you're playing by yourself, there is no scorecard for the other person because no one's played yet. But you can set it for a day, a week. You could do all four rounds, like to make the cut and, and stuff like that. So if we did something in chat that wanted to play, we could have 20 people all be a part of the of the I don't know how what the what the, the max is. Maybe limit someone is. in chat what the limit is. But you could have like a tournament style type of thing going on. And it's pretty cool. Like, so in EA, there's there's stats, there's good courses, you're playing the characters, like the actual golfers you can play. You have a career mode. With these golf games, just like the football games and stuff, there's certain courses that are on one game and not on the other because of contractual trademark, whatever, whatever it is. But uh I really like I've only played about, I don't know, two hours of the 2K21. The putting, I like a lot better in 2K21 than EA. EA, when you, do, when you do the line, okay, when you do the line, the line doesn't show you exactly where the line is. So even if it's lined up and you adjust, 
you can still miss the hole, right? And sometimes it doesn't even read. It doesn't even show up. It's like, I can't read it. Sorry, buddy. And you're like, well, this is a 54-foot shot. I don't know where the, the lines are doing this. And you're like, I don't know where to hit the ball, right? But that's, so how, but that's how you have to learn the game. Sure. If it gave you the actual stuff to to read the, the greens properly, Tiger Woods, old Tiger Woods, would have a, they have a grid with just little lines coming down now, right? Tiger Woods had like a, like a real grid, and you knew exactly where the thing. You're like, all right, that's the contour of the thing, and you could read the actual greens. This, it's the sky rim dot in the sky, like how I'm getting around. Like I need to go over here. Like you need to look at this thing in 2K21. You hit the A button, and it makes it draws a line to the thing. Okay, but it doesn't go to the hole. It shows you on the grid. So if it's three inches off to the left. You got to take your arrow and move it three inches off to the right to make that come back over. But that line doesn't move. So you're visualizing where okay. the line would be. Yeah, I get that. But, but I don't, but when it does it that way, that's, I like it better where I could just read the green. You are reading not the green an, here. Not, not have an arrow tell me exactly no, where the ball is going to go. This doesn't tell you. Move it over. No, no, it doesn't tell you exactly. What, so it draws a line first. So if the I'm hole is here, you, I'm watching you fire rockets the last couple of days. No, no, that's a different game. Yeah, yeah. That's a different you, game. That, what do you mean it's a different game? That's, You're playing two that's, different golf games? Yes, that's EA's golf game. I just bought 2K21. That's what I'm saying. Okay. 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 So the hole will be in front of you and it draws a line. Okay. EA draws you a line to the hole. You're like, oh, well, that's it. And you and you you hit it and then it still misses. You're like, what the hell? The line says it's going to the hole. 2K draws a line and it'll go off to the le to like the left or the right. And then, so if it goes off to the left, then you take your arrow and you'll if have the to ball move was it. Hit, if the ball's hit perfect, that's where it would if go. If you hit that's the ball right really then mean. and there, it's going to go three feet to the left. So you got to take that arrow and move it three feet to the right. And then that, that line doesn't move. You have to visualize it with your own eyes to go, okay, if I move this over, you're, you're reading the green. You're reading the and that's grid. Only, and that's only if you hit the ball dead perfect. Correct. As opposed to... Correct. Too much left, too much right, not enough speed. Yes. So there is variables you can miss. Yeah, and then in in, okay. two, in 2K21, in, in, in EA, when you pull back and pull forward, it's it's pretty simple, right? In 2K21, there's... I'm playing on easy mode right now just to get used to it, but there's a there's a power meter at the bottom, and based on what your, your club is, is picking, you could give it like 75% power, 100% power, 25% power. It gives you a range. But then you get also on the on the far right, there's a, another circle and has this thin line that you have to make your right stick make perfectly in there. And you have to follow through. And if you don't follow through, you'll hook it or you'll you'll shank it. Right. So I like it a lot better. It's a lot harder. But I feel like if you play 2K21, the more you play, the you actually get better. Where if you play EA, you just kind of master it and you're just you're just obliterating people. Right. So oh, it looked like you were just like uh, like artillery, like you're like like you were targeting artillery. Like, I'm gonna go right here for the flag, and your guy would hit it, and then like the ball goes goes exactly where the exactly where the arrow is, and it goes flying forward. It's like uh, well, this, well, how is that fun? Well, no, to be honest, I I you need a, you need a, you need a trackball. No, I started need, actually understanding what each of my clubs was doing. So last night when you when you tuned in, I've been playing a lot of golf the last couple of days. I finally figured out like. How much pressure to put back to do a half swing, full swing, uh, percentage of swings to get the ball where I went. So if I had the eight, the eight iron, I knew not to do a full swing because it would roll like 15 feet past the hole. But if I do a, 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 a half swing, okay, then it'll land three feet in front of the hole and then roll towards the hole, right? So when you're watching me play 
EA, I've 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 sort of mastered that now over the last because I like I said I've been playing a lot hitting. I play, I play. Uh, was it seventy two holes every time I I stream? Right. So do you think do you think the game would be a, a little bit more fun if if during certain parts of the game, like if you got a bad shot or a really good shot, that it would play quotes from any golf movie to fit the situation, <laughs> like any golf movie. I, comedy or serious I, like just in the middle of the golf game like if it's a really good shot like you hear a quote from like one of the golf movies i think that would be i think that would make the game a little bit more enjoyable right everything everything well, from bagger vance all the way down to caddyshack like I, you you get i you get sound sound bites from everything i i literally just played a hole i could have sworn it's the one from 10 cup and i i i just did this for the first i was testing out a, a course and i kept hitting it and it kept going in the water right and i was up i was up negative seven right i was up negative seven and i hit the ball and it went in the water and i had to drop it and i dropped it back at the thing and i hit it again and it went in the water i was like i'm fucking doing this i was like i'm getting this on the on the on the green and then i hit it again and it went in the water three times i was on i was see, on nine see, golf golf guys know what course it is i don't know what course that is yeah i, I don't i don't they, know they the name know of it. they know the course that that guy was on well to play it when i hit it right when i hit it i finally made it and I, I got it in the hole. Like, on that, I hit it and hit it and hit it until it got on the green, and then it rolled into the hole. And I was like, yes! Like, but I, I was already, like, 15 down. Like, I was the leader, and then I, I dropped down to, like, seventh because I, I refused to drop but it. But you made it. But, you made but it. in my head, when you say the quotes, in my head, Cheech came to me, and in my head was like, you know you could just drop it on the other side. I was like, no, I'm playing it where right here. <laughs> give, 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 give me a ball. Give me a, ball. Give me a fucking ball, right? And put it, and put it there. Right. So I'm having a lot of fun with the golf. I know it's completely different. I know a lot of people might be bored of me playing the golf, but I'll tell you it's right golf, now, bro. I know, but right now, do you remember? I don't do want to play. I don't want to play shoot 'em ups anymore, dude. I'm just, I'm so burnt out of fucking shooter looters and coming back every day to do a checklist to come back into the thing. I'm just like, Homework. I just want to play something different. I've been playing Power Wash Simulator and I've been having a fucking blast with it. Okay. Huh. I've been having a blast with Power Wash Simulator and now golf. I'm going through problems here. I have, I have head problems right now, okay? And golf and Power Wash Simulator are helping me through it. Call of Duty. Come on, water. <clears throat> Drops in a few. What's the new Saudi golf uh, tour? How long uh, till they have the game? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know if that's a joke. If you're asking a real question there, Melrose. I don't know. if there's a, Is there an actual Saudi game coming out for golf? I have no idea. Yeah, Sean, I'll I'll uh, I'll put it up. The the club in the game is called the Goonies Club. That's what it's called, the Goonies Club. So if you see it, ask for it. And I'll 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 bring it in. So that's what I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of numb, numbing minded games. But I, God damn it, I love the golf. The golf is just hitting me right now. I just I just want to play that twenty four seven. You want to play Minecraft tonight? I'm like I, I kind of want to play golf, but I'll, I'll play Minecraft tonight. So, all right, let's let's get to the top stories. All right, the first story. I thought this was fucking hilarious, Sarge. Okay. So there's a lawsuit. The lawsuit was with uh, Zanka versus Epic Games. It's a class lawsuit for Epic Loot Box Settlement. Okay. And what happened here is this is the actual what they paid. Now, I don't know if they paid everybody this, but this is what they paid. So 
someone that if you if you submitted to be a part of this lawsuit and it was anyone that played the game between this period and this period of time, if you submitted, you would have gotten this V-Bucks. So Epic Games says you claimed in the Zanka versus Epic Games class action settlement has been processed and X V-Bucks have been added to your account. Please contact the settlement administrator at questions of epicloopboxsettlement.com or 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. So they paid the dude in 8,400 V-Bucks. Now, this might seem like, what's the big deal, 30? And the big deal is, if somebody sued me, okay, and said, you owe me a million dollars, and I said, not a problem, right? Here it is. Here's Mike Bucks, okay? You can use Mike Bucks anytime you come to my, my house, and you can use them to, you know, use for anything. If you want to drink a water, you want to use the bathroom, you can use my Mike Bucks when you come over to my house. Like, they didn't pay out anything. They paid literally imaginary money, V-Bucks, $8,400 uh, or 8,400 8, V-Bucks to each person in this lawsuit. My question is, what about if I was like, you know what? I'm fucking done with Epic, right? And they pay me an 8,400 V-Bucks. What am I going to do with that? Listen, man, if, you, if you're willing to accept someone spitting in your face while they're handing you money, then I, I can't help you. Like, that's not even paying anyone any money. All you're doing is giving them V-Bucks to give back to them to buy more shit. Like, it's not an actual payout. Like, this is ridiculous. I, I think... I you got to pay $10 million just... out uh, in the lawsuit. Yeah, we'll just make V-Bucks. Here you go. Claim them in our game. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know the stipulations, but I can say that if you accept something like that, then there's something wrong with you personally. If you sued over an if you if you sued over an amount because of, um, I guess malice, I don't know what the lawsuit because was. Of, it's loot no, no, boxes. No, no, it's loot it's, boxes. It's malice, malice over the loot box. Yeah. I get it. Whatever. If if it was unintentional or if it was uh, subversive or whatever, whatever the lawyers decided on, but that's the lawyers deciding, right? Right. Which, right? right. The lawyers decided that. So what that really means is the lawyer got the real money. Right, and then the actual Bro, people got. I'll the take the ten million, and we'll give the rest of the population right. fake right. currency. Right, the lawyers got their. But believe me, the lawyers didn't get paid in V bucks. Right, so let's let's not pretend that that that's this, a thing. This is a bad standard right here. Any lawsuit now, because everybody has NFTs, Bitcoin, their own currency, and it, so if I go to let's let's say Best Buy, Best Buy's like, uh, yeah, here's a uh, here's a Bitcoin. You could use it any Best Buy. You didn't give well, me anything. Bitcoin, big, Bitcoin, no, Bitcoin's not making your point. Bitcoin's actual value. Well, sure. Uh, well, anything's uh, value you, if you monopoly money. It. Yeah, monopoly money. Burger King bucks. Uh, yeah, Burger you know, King like, bucks. I mean, you know. this is basically a gift card. This is basically a gift card in their own shop to, to use. It, I, but the, the and you can only use for V bucks with with the, skins. That, that's got Fortnite. I I would have to I would have to read deeper into the story, but that's all the lawyers. That's the lawyers deciding. Basically, that's the two sides of the lawyers spitting in the face of the actual plaintiff. Right. That's basically what that is. It's just ridiculous to me. I'm like, seriously, they paid well, it's, people it's, off in V. You got to be careful. But yeah, but you got to be careful with stuff like this. I would I would I would. Can you bookmark the story in Discord? Can you bookmark it because? Yeah. I, I would definitely keep your eye on that because when 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 court cases set precedents like that, you got to be careful because that stuff comes back later. Sure, sure, it's definitely going to come back, right? 
Uh, let's see what else. I gotta I gotta fast forward a little bit here because we have so many other stories. Oh, we'll, of we'll, rumor. we'll be fine. Pick, pick a good one. Oh no, we'll, we'll start. Plenty. No, no, we got okay. So the next one I want to talk about. The next one I want to talk about is Gotham Knights. Okay, coming out soon, October twenty fifth. Still don't know what really the game is. We don't know if it's a loot box. We don't know. We don't know what it, they, oh, loot box. They don't I mean, know. We don't know is. if it's microtransact. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Let me revamp. Let, let me back up. We know there's no microtransactions in the game as of right now. We know that the game is an action game, sort of like Batman Arkham, but we really don't know. Yeah, is it co-op two players? Is it does it have multiplayer? Does it have a different mode? We don't really know much. They've showed footage of like Robin, Red Hood, Nightwing, and Batgirl, but we really don't know what this game is. If it's like a looter, if it's like a Marvel's Avengers, or if it's a Batman Arkham type of game, right? What they are doing though is I, I talked about this on the Daily Grind. The Gotham Knights gets a prequel comic to expand its story. Now, they are releasing six issues once a month. Uh, I don't know when the actual first one hits the shelves, but they're, they're releasing six issues as a prequel leading up to Gotham Knights itself. Okay, So Gotham Knights prequel comics has been announced and gives us a first look at the game's Batman. The comic is titled Batman Gotham Knights. It's a six-issue monthly limited series, and each issue includes a code for in-game items. Now, here's what I find interesting with this story. That if you want this, like, Bat Cycle, you can get this Bat Cycle if you go buy the comic. Now, the comic is $4.99, okay, in the U.S. $4.99, you can go out and buy this comic, get actual prequel stuff. Like, if you're a comic book, you like DC, you like Batman— Go buy the comic, read the comic. You have a comic now, not digitally, a physical comic, right? So you're paying $5 for the actual comic. You get the comic, you read the story of the comic, and you, and you, you put the comic down when you're done, so you own the comic. And they also give you a code inside the comic that gets you an item to go inside Gotham Knights, which I think is pretty cool. Better than pre-order the game. Obviously, they're still doing this. Pre-order the game and get this said item, right, for the game, right? Pay us extra money for a thing that doesn't exist. Talking about V-Bucks, right? Uh, lawsuit for V-Bucks. Here, here's a, a thing that doesn't cost us anything, but we're putting in the game. We want you to pay for it, right? Comic book, physical item. You can read it. You can, it flies with it afterwards. You can toss it to your kid, whatever. And they give you, so there's six items that you can collect, one with each issue. And if you get all six issues and you buy all six issues, which is $30, you get a surprise seventh item. Yeah, it's probably a skin or something. Or V-Bucks for, for their game. So, uh, let me see what it says. I, I believe it's a sta yeah, storyline only connect to the origins of the virus and the, what the history of Gotham is at the city, alongside giving a fan's deeper look at, at story in Gotham Knights at Gilded City. It also grants some extra content to players with the release of each issue. For example, issue one gives Bat Cycle skin and other cosmetic items will come with new releases. Any player who collects all six comics will also receive a special seventh. So what do you think about this, Sarge? What do you think about uh, dishing out stuff this way for in-game content through physical goods? Um, pass. Why, why would you pass on this compared to just buying a digital item? I just, I still want to know what the game is. No, no, I understand that, but that's not what the question is. The question is, the way, the well, mo the way they're monetizing, giving you skins, virtual skins, with physical items. You think that's a better way of doing it than just I, giving you digital stuff? As as an old school comic book collector, to collect comic books on the heroes that you like inside the video game is a good marketing tool. 
Okay, I I get that part of it. It's almost a it's almost a callback to how things used to be. A proof of purchase. Yeah, that's your kind of GI box Joe tops, box tops, right, box right. tops. Yeah. Speaking of which, real quick, I I still have that I still have that GI Joe character in the plastic that I've got from the cereal box. I still yeah. have it. Uh, anyway, uh, he's still in the plastic, by the way. Um, that's worth actually. I, I I got I got to look him up, see if he's worth anything. Um. I, I like the way it was done. However, I don't know about the game still. Right. And it's it's too close to release date, and I don't know what the game is. Like, I, you're, you're not explaining Three months to away. me Three months away. what the game is. And so you can market it any way you like, but when push comes to shove, I want to know what the game is before I buy it. I'm not going to pre-order it. It's not going to be a day one purchase. If it's a good game, yeah. But when you don't tell me what the hell it is, and you're this close, I'm concerned. That's it, all. It's probably the next game I here's, purchase. Here's my question. Is it a real comic, or is it the little mini book? Oh, That's my question. No, it's a real comic, I believe. They, real comic? I believe it's a real comic. Real comic? Real comic, like actual full-size comic. Okay, not, not like the comics that came into the DC figures. No, it, it looks... Like no, no, those no, no. figures. No, no, no. Or, looks, the, or looks, the old He-Man figures had the little comic book inside there. No, it's a, it's a real comic, yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think, chat, and people in the comment section? Do you like this better? Like, if, for instance, if uh, someone said in chat, why can't Marvel Avengers do this? Like, if Marvel's Avengers, they did release a comic book. They did. There was a pre-story of a comic book. But what about if more games did this, right? Like, leading up to the game, instead of, like, pre-ordering the game and get free stuff, like, you buy a comic. You buy extra stories to to know more about the, the, the lore of what you're about to go in, right? Like the, the the city. So in my head, we used to hype ourselves up with Nintendo Power, right? Or a magazine you would buy in the store and then it would have the disc in the back and you would open up and read a, a full page article of what game's coming out and you would hype yourself up with that. This to me is sort of like that. Like if I was excited about Gotham Knights and Gotham Knights Gilded City was coming out and it links it to the actual game, I'd be like, oh, this is pretty cool. I would get more hyped up for it, right? Well, the proper, okay, look, the proper way to do this, right? If you're going to do a crossover like this, the proper way to do it would, to, would be is I buy Gotham Knights, okay? And then when Gotham Knights is over, or I, I get to the end of Gotham Knights, right. the comic book that comes out next month, the comic book itself is the DLC. I read the comic, put the code in, and that unlocks the next part of the story. That would be and cool. That's that's how you cross market a that, comic book. That would be game. that would be amazing. That makes more sense because then everybody wants to get the next issue because they want to see what happens next in the story in the video game, which would also be the the plot from Big with Tom Hanks. That that would be actually really interesting. Do you remember? Do you remember? Remember when Tom Hanks and Big his idea was to make a comic book that was choose your own adventure and you yeah. get to, you get to play the comic. That's where that would be would be real life. It would that, be in real life. I, I would get the comic book, and then the code in the comic book is basically the DLC code, and I download it, and then I'm in the next part of the story. I that's I how would you do be a comic okay book. with that if you gave me if you gave me a like a, a hundred page comic, right, and you charged me like twenty bucks for it, and then I read the comic, and then the code people would just buy the comic, scan the code, and not even read the comic, but. That would but be that, actually pretty neat. But that's Sarge. a good thing, Krebsy. Krebsy, that's a good thing, though. Like, you want people to buy comic books again, right? Like, that's the whole point. You want people to get involved again. 
Well, the the game the 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 comic is not what's in the game. It's setting up the prequel of what what happened before you take over. Like Batman's still alive in the comic and stuff, right? So they're gonna tell you the prior to what happens in the city before you take control of the characters. I like where Star is going with this though. Like you buy a comic, then you get the DLC. I can see if Destiny did stuff like this in the future for Destiny Three or whatever they have planned, and all of a sudden they came out with Destiny Three, then let's say that Destiny, uh, you know, the uh, the underbelly comes out. It's a comic about the city, and then you read the comic, you scan the code, and then you get to play the actual content. That would be pretty interesting. That would be pretty interesting. Obviously, if you don't want to buy the comic, you don't have to buy the comic. You don't have to, right? don't have to but that would it's be just the connection it's just the connection between the actual consumer yeah. and the story I... about what it is that's the way you would do something like that i mean listen it's it's not hard to get the people back on your side man it's not hard to get people to go back and to buy comics again the the assholes in charge have to learn how to tell a story again they have to learn how to write a story and get people involved again not just to skip all the stuff that's meaningful and just try to sell me content. That's not how it works. Oh, that that's true. That's true, Bacon. Well, the way they the way they could get around it, it still not doesn't stop it. Like the code wouldn't actually be in the comic. It would be separate from the comic. They when you buy the comic, they give you the code. That way if yeah. you want to resell the comic and then people are like, Well, did you use the code? Like obviously if the code is scratched off. Or something, you know the what I'm code, saying? The code, the code can only can only be used once. If I'm going to buy a comic, right? From but somebody, he's saying that people, I know the code's already been used, right? Well, right. He's saying that they, they could use that to just, and that could also no. see a bunch of people buying a whole bunch of them, and then it, but that's going to happen no matter what. That happen, That would happen regardless. What 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 would be the difference? Right, doing this if, when if, the people don't even know what the game is seems odd and shady to yes. me. Yes, it is. Good yeah, point. It, it is. You're right that we still don't know what the game is. I still don't know if it's a looter. I still don't know if it's an action adventure. I still don't know what it actually is because the, the video footage that we've seen, the very little gameplay that we have actually seen of the UI and all that stuff, very few. We've seen cut cu cut content together to show really cool moves and fighting and stuff like oh, that, yeah. but we haven't seen what the yeah, actual the, game is. The the editing team, the editing team for the trailer gets an A plus for trying to market something that they still don't know what it is. Right. Right. I give I I give the editing team props for trying to piece together a Frankenstein monster that nobody knows what it is. All I keep hearing over and over again is the superhero game, it's gonna be amazing. That's all I keep hearing. Right? There's no Batman. But it's a superhero game, and it's going to be amazing. That's basically the right. elevator pitch. Right. That's the elevator pitch I keep hearing over and over again. Yeah, mean, D Mackey. Meanwhile, Ripperverse has nearly three point three. I think it's like is it three point three, three point four almost, right, or three point five, something like that. I don't know. I haven't checked in a, in a couple of days. It might be three point three five, something like that. Wait, why are they why are they refusing to release the funds, D Mac? Oh, PayPal. Yeah, PayPal's holding the funds. He's he's got his lawyers involved. Uh. All the other Why, people, because because they think it's a scam. So many people said it's a scam that people are holding money back now. Like uh, not, I, I don't know the full story myself, but uh, he's still he's he's made so much money that he's still giving anyone that paid with PayPal. I pay with PayPal, right? Because I, I I pay all my games and stuff with PayPal. He's still shipping out the comics to the people that pay with PayPal. Because right, 
then he'll he'll get that money later, even though he well, can't because get to he it in six because months. he sold over he sold over the amount that he printed. That's Correct. why he's got to re he's got to do another run. Correct. Like what what people don't understand is when you make a run in printing, you make a run and that's it, and then you have to get a certain amount to make another run. So you have to plan it out again. It's not like I'm just going to a photocopy machine and I'm pumping out a yeah. I'm pumping out a comic. That's not how it goes. Well, maybe he printed a yeah. It was thirty. A run of 30 10, it was thirty. Thirty-two percent. I know that number, yeah. Dmacky. It's thirty-two percent. Uh, it's like one third of all his payments. It's like they're holding like one point two million dollars uh, that he can't touch in PayPal because you know PayPal's holding that to hold interest, right? You know that they're, they they won't release that because like one point two. That that's a lot of money. We can make interest on this month. So, all right. Next story I want to talk about is a game that's, well, we talked about Avatar last week, Sarge, that's getting delayed, and now here's the other game that we didn't know is coming out holiday season, but we don't know anything about it, is Lord of the Rings Gollum, right? The game that nobody asked for, that all Lord of the Rings fans are looking at and going, uh, which is a little weird to me, because Rings of Power is coming out, which we're not going to talk about, but Rings of Power are coming out, and R Lord of the Rings was coming out around the same time, even though they didn't give a hard date when it was, so they came out and said, first of all, we would like to thank everyone for your patience and support so far over the last year. Our team has been working hard, of course they have, to bring your remarkable story and breathtaking world filled with magic and wonder. We are decide we de we're dedicated to meeting the community's expectations and covering the untold story. What's the expectation? What expectations does anybody have for this game? First off, anyway, Way of Honors, the vision of J.R.R. Tolkien, okay? That being said, in order to deliver the best possible experience, we have decided to push the release Lord of the Rings Gollum by a few months, and we'll update you with the exact time in the near future. I think that... I don't think that they're... This is my speculation. Speculation only. I think that they're pushing this thing back because they don't want it to come out the exact same time as Rings of Power. Yes. Because Rings of Power is getting so much trash. Ratio. Ratioed, it's getting yeah, yeah. ratioed so bad that this is Lord of the Rings, and I know it has nothing to do with Rings of Power, but if it's you related. if you watch Witcher, you want to go play The Witcher. If you watch Marvel, you want to go play a Marvel's game, right? If you watch whatever it is, you want to go watch that or play that said game. Yep. Rings of Power comes out, and then all of a sudden a Lord of the Rings Gollum game comes out. People would be like, I'm angry about the show. F your game. And they're like, right. why don't we just hold off with this game until we see yeah. what the temperature is with the show? Yeah. That's right? exactly. I don't want to say you're exactly right, but that's a very, very good hypothesis. Right. Because of the fact, because of the fact that once again, this is a game that's almost coming out and not explained at all. We don't know anything about it. We know okay. nothing. We saw some, now, we saw some I, footage I, of it. Read. I, I don't even like. I don't even like the press release of what you read. Like the way that they, the way that they have talked to the actual public, makes absolutely zero sense. Right? They're talking about how they're trying to meet meet customers' expectations. First of all, we don't have. Once again, we have no I expectations. Yelled, I, I yelled last week. We don't have an expectation. Our our expectation is: is the game fun? Is the game done? Can I play with my friends? Will it crash immediately? Like that's that's basically the <laughs> no, flowchart. It's a single player like action adventure game. I, I do know that it's a single but player you, action adventure. But you don't explain what your game is. You throw a high IP on it. You brag about it. It's it's got something that's beloved by millions of people, and you don't explain what the game is. 
Your explanation is it's Lord of the Rings, baby. Here, that's all you need to know. Here, like that's not how it goes. Man. Here's one of the big things I hear in the second paragraph. It says we're dedicated to meeting the community's expectations and uncovering dedicated the un- to what? Yeah, but uncover the untold story of Gollum in a way that honors the vision of J A J R R Tolkien, which okay. is saying way more than the Rings of Power have because there was. I didn't want to bring it up, but there's an article that just came out that the actors and actresses in the actual show said that the show is not about respecting J.R.R. Tolkien's uh, work. It's about just telling a story with diversity and and reasons. And nobody nobody wants to hear that. Right. Nobody wants to hear so that. So for them to come out with a statement saying that we're, we're holding it back because we want to honor from the actual source material for that, what it came That's how in. you know. That's how you know. Right. That's how you know that right there up. is what told me, like, I think they're holding it back because they don't want to be connected the, to the rings no, of power. No. Well, okay, look, I'm not a I'm not a diehard Tolkien fan. Either am I. Right? I, I have, love it. I read I read the books when I was younger. Yep. Same. I watched all the movies. Same. Okay. Now, I know I know for a fact that Golem's story, even though they're trying to elaborate on this, all it was was he was a hobbit back before Frodo's time. He found the ring in the river and it turned him evil. He killed his friend and he went to go live in a cave for 10 years. Like it wasn't well, like Golem. Yeah. It's not like Golem was on, a, on, on an adventure for being an evil twit running around. Like he's just some slug running around. That's all he is. This like, game. It, 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 what, so whatever story you want to make up about him, cool. I get you're trying to make a story about him. But when you don't explain what it is, like he eats people. I, like he lives in a cave. <laughs> Golem lives in a cave, tricks people coming down there, plays the three riddle game for him, and then he eats them. Like that was his life. Right. Like he doesn't go on adventures looking to solve crimes or save people. He's a slug creep who's been corrupted by an evil ring. Yeah. What what possible story do you gonna have? Especially they're, they're, when you don't want to talk about it at all. They're just like using you, him as they're using him as a compass of telling you the story before the story, right? Before uh, before I the Lord it, of the man. Rings, they're telling you the story of of what the he did. Story it's, it's a prequel. about the guy you didn't yeah. know anything it's, about. It's, it's a prequel to before the, the actual act of the movies and the books, right? So basically what this game is, it's like uh, Uncharted, but you're Gollum instead of Nathan Drake. It's, I mean, it's Tomb okay. Raider, but instead of... Laura Croft, you're Gollum, right? You're going right, to be so solving puzzles and, and going on a, a right, little... So let's, let's just... Let's just here real quick. What do you think a special ability of Gollum's is going to be? Uh, he says, my precious, and he rolls. I, I, I have no idea. Right. A, lo- a dodge move, pretty like much. A, like, okay. a, like a yeah. roll. Then, uh, maybe... Uh, I have no maybe, idea. Maybe he does riddles and confuses people. It Maybe. Right? No, then, no. Special move, I already know. He puts the ring on and goes invisible. That's it. Right, and he eats people. That's he, that's, he eats that's people. pretty much it. He eats people. That's what he did. That's what he does. <laughs> and he I, eats I, people. I, I don't I don't understand like like it's cool to want to make up a story about somebody in the movie because you had nowhere else to go, right? But of all the characters in the movie and the books, all the characters that you could do a, a, a trace back and follow him, like Maybe, maybe. How about the rise of the other of the princes and the kings within the kingdoms and stuff to see how how they came about or how Rohan was made? But you pick Golem, who was some a creep who was a hobbit who got turned and then eats people in a cave. He 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 basically went insane. Like I, 
what when you when you don't talk about the game, like I'm not sure if anyone remembers this, right? Indie guys do this all the time. They have a game, they're scared, they put their best guy who can talk to the public forward, and he goes, This is the game we made. This is the kind of thing we're doing, and we want to see if you guys like it. And everyone goes, It looks interesting. I'll try right. that. Like right. you have none of that here. Right? All you have is a big stamp on your forehead that says Lord of the Rings. That's it. Lord of the Rings. I, I, I feel like I feel Lord like Rings. he's gonna do something. You're gonna go on to this mission or adventure. And then what's happening in the background or what you overhear is like, oh, I remember that from this, or I remember that from you remember berries? Yeah, you remember little, berries? Little memory berries. I don't know. I I'll tell you how I look at it. You ready? I look at Golem as the Lord of the Rings version of a laser shoot Larry game. <laughs> I right. <laughs> a, 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 a loose connection of of twisted scenarios that you have to figure your way out of, right? But you don't have anything to really worry about, though, because you know you don't die. Yeah. Right. right? What's what's the number one problem, bro? What's the number one problem with sequels or prequels? What's the number one problem? There's no there's no tension. That's correct. There's zero tension. There's zero tension in in, in prequels. You lose, you lose your connection to the character because you already know the outcome of right. the character. And then based on so who they introduce in a playing. prequel, you're like, well, how come that person wasn't in the sequels, right? right. In the original, right? And but they haven't they haven't learned this lesson yet. They no, think that they're gonna they, they think they're gonna capitalize on prequels more than a sequel, and yet they don't have the writers to do either. The, it's the, just it's strange. The it's reason strange. the reason Lucas did well with episodes one, two, and three, regardless if you liked him or not is because he wrote 4, 5, and 6 and had an idea for 1, 2, and 3. Like, he's the creator. So when he made 1, 2, and 3, obviously you know that Anakin was going to turn to Darth Vader. That's that's not the... Well, we didn't, we didn't know that right away. All we knew after Return of the Jedi was he was his father and he was a Jedi back Right, in the no, day. but what I'm saying so is... Your, your mental game was, maybe I'll finally get to see him. Right, right, right. But did, but did we get to see him in the movie? No. We saw him in the Clone Wars animated right. series of what Anakin actually was, right? And in what and, the, and the movie all wasn't the, yeah. all the little all the little all the little scenarios and experiences that led him down the path of what four, five, and six. Right, but it was also more of a story about Palpatine and how how the Senate got corrupted. Right, we knew it did, but you want to see how it became. You didn't know how. Right, right. Right, like obviously, if someone made a history, a prequel of before World War One and Two about the Germans becoming the Nazis, you would want to know how he became. You follow the, the, you point, follow the breadcrumbs, right? right you you, you already know what he became, and that's not obviously he's not going to die. But you're like, how did he get to this point, right? So that's right. why it worked with with certain games like this. I don't know. I, I'm a fan. Like I said, I, I would be interested in playing this, but again, I don't know anything about it. You don't know anything about it, so. We'll do. Where's, uh, where's the deep dive and the ex where is the deep dive and the excitement for the from the developer that says, "Hey, we made this cool ass golem." There game. is one. This is what you can do. But he, they show you very little. They they came out with a little dev blog. We watched it on my stream on the daily grind. That that didn't count for nothing. And I it, saw it, that it didn't, didn't it didn't show very much. He's like, "We're just so excited to to tell you more about this when it comes out. Be this holiday season." And that was it. There was no. There was no. They're afraid. Nothing. They're afraid. But listen. You can tell by the way that they act leading up to the release of a game. If they don't tell you about it, they lie all the way up until the game comes out. Hype up the game, try to get as many sales as possible, 
and then play defense when everybody hates them. Well, that actually could be another reason why the game is being delayed, right? Maybe there's not enough pre-orders. Can you even pre-order right now? Chad, can you pre-order Gollum? Because there's no there's no release date, but can you pre-order? Because we there knew there was a, a time slot, right? All right, so the next thing I want to talk about. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about, where is... Yeah, all right. So the next thing, we have a couple stories. We've got like nine to ten different stories, all about rumors, speculations. So you know what happens, chat, when we talk about rumors and speculations. It's time. Take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. All right. So the first story... First story is uh, one Skull and Bones dev says it lacks depth, according to a report. According to a recent report, it seems that some developers of Skull and Bones are worried about its launch, with one saying it lacks depth. Hey, I'm not no even. A, I'm not a dev. Shit. I'm not a dev, but I've been telling people for about I don't know. We're, we're in eight seasons here. I've been saying it for six seasons. <laughs> okay. It lacks. It lacks depth. Hang on. <laughs> let me get my surprise face on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Following recent delays and cancellations out of Ubisoft, the only two notable games releasing by the end of the year are Mario Rabbits and a Spar a Sparks of Hope and Skull and Bones. Later is Ubisoft's pirate game focused on naval combat built from a concept of Assassin's Creed Black Flag with no secret in game. Uh, the game has been developed in hell for some time, changing its setting three times. Setting three times overall. Okay, furthermore, things show in the past uh, that the Kraken of Pirate mythology will not be the Skull and Bones as it seems to aim for a grittier, more grounded take on the pirate genre. Its multiplayer first live service game of Ubisoft intends to support it for years to come. Perhaps the best part of everything is going to be free, but it's understandable if a few are worried about the title. So after all, after all, per a new report, a few of the developers working on Skull and Bones are worried about it too. Taku has spoken with a few of the developers, under all under conditions of an uh, anonymity, uh, to many of them worried about it. Skull and Bones has reportedly eaten up a huge budget, while some of the devs who've worked on it are skeptical about its success. Uh, one developer said it's so far as it says that each individual part of the game lacks depth. Is This is because there is allegedly little more than Skull and Bones than fans haven't seen. If everything into the game can be wrapped up in the one Ubisoft showcase it received... That may not be the best sign. It seems that there's a ton of management and resource gathering survival simulator mechanics in the game, but they may not, not go anywhere based on the devs' responses. Now, however, fans should be aware that it is a live service game and more is coming to Skull and Bones than it has been revealed for launch. Exactly what the game entails and it launched content is enough for fans to remain to be seen, but it also seems to be the skepticism of the doubt about the launch. Well, yeah, because the devs don't even know what's coming into the game yet, right? They're still making the game. It's an alpha. It's going to launch an alpha. Are we shocked? Are we shocked, Sarge? Here's to come. At, 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 okay, at, at this point, I really do believe that if they were to stop with all the nonsense and stop delaying the game and just made it a real 5v5 pirate battle thing like, it did, like the original way it was supposed to be, it would have been a fun game that everyone played like for maybe two or three weeks they would have made their money and, we, and they would have moved on. That's what it was. And they would and they, and they would have moved on, right? It was just World of Warships basically with pirate ships, right? Which would have been decent. It would have been listen, it, it wouldn't have broke any records. It wouldn't have broken any records. Wouldn't have broke right? anything. Right? People would have bought the game, played it for 5v5, they played it for maybe like a month or so, and then it fell off just like any other game in that kind of genre, right? But instead, 
they tried to pivot so badly to make it a game that it wasn't, right? The pirate genre is a little difficult. I'm not sure if you realize this. But the one a person, fantastic job with it. The, the one the one person that did it was Sid Meier did Pirates pretty well, right? And there was another pirate game that came out afterwards. Uh, I forget what was it, 1800 or think of something was called back in the colonial times where you could have like merchant ships and then pirate ships. But that was like more of a simulation game than a, than a, than a strategy game. Um, but what I what I don't understand about their I, I think that's the conflict was is that the game was going to come out basic and they were under the gun to make the game a live service game. And they said that a 5v5 pirate game wasn't going to bring in the live service part of it because there wasn't going to be able to for people to buy things in the game to keep the game alive, like skins or outfits or or ship designs or pieces on the ship, whatever you want to call it. And so they had to pivot. They figured 5v5 wasn't going to work. Right. I, I thought it would have been a basic game. It would have been great. Instead, they <clears> dumped way too much money. And gambling now, they're gambling on the fact that they think it's going to be a live service game. And you're going to keep people hooked in long enough to make their money back. And I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, I don't think that they're going to have a pirate game that's going to be that's going to be interesting enough for people to want to sink their teeth into it, to want to play for weeks on end, trying to level up something that's not there. Uh, the prob right? the problem it's, it, it's a mile long, but only an inch deep. Yeah. Like it's the, the problem with this game is that it was uh what was that other game that Ubisoft came out with? Um was it for honor? Yeah, it was for honor, right? Where it's a hack and slash yeah. like multiplayer 5v5. competitive five v five ground right? combat competitive yes. ground combat. That's exactly what Sea what sorry. I was about to say Sea of Thieves. Skull and Bones was originally, right? Yeah, but wasn't but wasn't 400 fun for a it, little time for people? For a hot minute wasn't and it then, fun? They, then they screwed it up, right? Then they couldn't, they didn't it was actually it. it was actually a really fun game, but they just they just did it they, bad, right? But, Ubisoft but doesn't do wanna, anything. They, they just kind of stabilize kinda, it. No, they just they just kind of put it out there and they're like, eh, let's see what sticks. Let's see what works, right? So Skull and Bones was supposed to be a completely different game than it's turned out to be, and they completely changed it three times. I told everyone six years ago, stay away. Whatever it was. Whenever they first showed it, was it 2017? Was it 2017? So 17, 18, 19, so 20, 21, 20. Yeah, six years. Six years. I said, stay away from this money, game. Bro. Way too much money into this game. Right? So now, well, they canceled it completely. Then they, re, they re, turned it back on and then changed it two times. Since it re relaunched, because yes. they're like, our new models is a live service game. We have to get a live service. How do we make live service? I know. Yep. Let's make a resource game where they don't even get off the ship to get the resources. We'll just park the ship up against the thing, and they'll shoot cannonballs at it. And then they'll just saw it off of the thing, and then they'll get that. And then the, the literal tree falls like Atlas. Remember Atlas that came out? That was the, uh, the like, the, uh, like, Ark, but it was the pirate version of it? Yep. Like, when you broke trees and stuff down there, it's the same thing. Like, they crumbled down. It's like... Seriously, can we not get what a tree does? Like, they've done it in Minecraft. Like, Minecraft doesn't make a tree fall. But they added a mod where you, you break out the bottom and the, the, the thing all falls down. Like, can someone just make the physics of when I chop a tree down, the tree falls down like, like an actual tree? I know it can be done. I mean, we've, we've done miraculous things. Rockstar made testicles for a fucking horse, but yet we can't make a tree in a resource management game fall correctly. If, 
if there was I don't want to say open world, but if there was an immersive type of pirate game, like where you had to be the the center of attention and you'd run around doing like adventures for something, it would have been a cool type of game. But this was never going to be that type of game. Why? This was this was meant this was meant to be just like For Honor. It makes Skyrim it's, it's five, but with pirates. Five, five v five. Right? Ship combat. That's all it was. That's all it was meant to be. This is a literal feature from Assassin's Creed Black Flag that they turned into a 5v5 game, and then they, they turned it into an RPG they, resource management game. But they couldn't capitalize on it. They couldn't turn... They, they, they were trying to... They were, it's basically like a spinoff. They were trying to take a part of a game and make it its own game. Yeah, Rogue Squadron. But... But... Right. But they didn't have the... They didn't have the microtransactions or the loot box attachment to it to keep it live like like how long did everyone play squadrons for before everyone was like next maybe a month maybe right? maybe a month right but but at least we did a game and at least we sold the game for some money right isn't that the end, end result sure, of sell a game sure. for made a game okay but, a game. but this but this game has been redone so many times and so much money has been dumped into it it doesn't have a prayer to make its money back it just doesn't after six years and three delays, it, it whatever it is right now, like whatever it is right now, is it? That's basically it. Well, right? they they now, said they said in chat, Dupla says, "What is this like Anthem?" And Ghost is like, "Yeah, they just realized what it was from the trailer. That's huh. that's what's coming out." I mean, listen, the colonial period and pirates is an interesting time if you have the right people kind of like make a game based around that. I've seen it done good, well done well in the past. It's not. It's not. It's not. A, Pirate genre is almost like the old west. You can do it really well, but it doesn't have a lot of staying power. See, I think it's better than the it wild doesn't have. It doesn't have a lot of staying power. There's not a lot of stuff going on in the pirate genre that's going to keep me in there grinding for weeks on end. There just isn't, right? How many different ships and things can you have? It's the type of game that they're trying to make. You can do a pirate game. Just not the way that they want to do a pirate I, game. You, I, you can't do it that way. I think the way Sea of Thieves does it, even though I don't play because I don't like the PvP aspect of it, the way they do it, the way that how long it takes you to go from island to island and to find stuff and do the story, there, there's going to be no game. Like, Sea of Thieves is the best pirate game ever created. Right? Hands Currently, down. yes. Currently, yes. I, I, I don't see it becoming any better. The way they're doing it. I think any other pirate game after this will be based around what Sea of Thieves has done. Okay, but 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 mind you, the Sea of Thieves model is more of a happy-go-lucky, happy-go-lucky co-op fun adventure with pirates, not the actual gritty. Well, you can't how do that you anymore, lived Sarge. your life like you a pirate. But that's what I mean. Like it's not an immersive. This is what it meant to be living as a pirate Thieves, during that time. Sea of Thieves is like one, one, one patch away from all of a sudden being a resource game when you have to build a house. You know what I mean? Like you could, they could literally add that type of stuff into, into their game. You could, but you would ruin the fun factor. The fun factor, the game loop is simple enough to where your friends can hop on for an evening and have a good time. It's not a grind fest. Okay, it's pretty grindy. And not really, because you don't care about the grind because there's nothing to buy with that grind. Right. Well, you, right. There, it's well, just there is a grind. Yeah, there is a grind to get to Pirate Captain. But if you don't care about Pirate Captain, you'll get to Pirate Captain by just playing the game. That's correct. 
right? And it's it's meant it's meant to be fun, right? Sea of Thieves is basically uh, No Man's Sky, but in Pirate World. That's yeah. basically what it is. Yeah. We're making we're making content for the shits and giggles and the fun of it. Right. For the fun of the video to game. To be in the world. Not because right. we're trying to manipulate the game in order to fit in more skins or more monetization in the game. Right. It's two different things. This game has been on too long, dude. Too long. Yeah. This game, I, I, think about this. This game hasn't been in development as long as, almost as long as Grand Theft Auto has been out. Right? It's been out for, they've been working on this game. It took them three, two years before they even told us about it in 2017. And then they canceled it, and now it's been six years. So this game is old as Grand Theft Auto, and yet it hasn't released yet. Okay, it doesn't have, it doesn't, it doesn't have a chance. Man. All right, look, I, look, I hope I hope they get back to the original budget. I, I don't like they should they no should way. get no, no no the original budget the original but the, the, the original oh the original guys budget working five v five yeah right, the right, original gotcha. the, the original guys who worked on it to get that money back. All right, the next the next thing is Avatar. This is still part of the rumor mill, Grain of Salt. Avatar Frontiers and Pandora gameplay is rough shape, according to insider sources. Uh, so you don't, you don't say. Originally set to release at the end of this year, Ubisoft company bringing in big guns in the video game adaptation of, of, of director James Cameron's cinematic universe using the latest inter, uh, incarnation of the Vance Snowdrop engine. Avatar Frontiers Pandora is set to allow players to explore a vibrant, sprawling open world that is filled with missions and gameplay features. But while it all sounds good in the ear, the Avatar fan fanatic new info suggests that Ubisoft apparently bitten off more than they could chew in a current development stage of Avatar Frontier Pandora. On Twitter, a video game journalist, Jeff Grubb, claimed that the game has had trouble developing process with responding to another user tweeting concerns. Ubisoft recently delayed Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, citing that although the action-adventure video game visually looks pretty, Rub elaborated that the gameplay feature in Avatar Frontiers Pandora is rough shape, and the alarming status report of the game's quality came them uh, came to them from about a month ago. So, uh, as with all rumors, the inside news regarding Avatar uh, apparently rocky development should be taken with the readers with a grain of salt until the official announcement is made by Ubisoft or Massive Entertainment. However, there may be some truth. Uh, end with Grubb's statement. After all, Ubisoft recently announced during the first quarter report of 2022 and 2023 fiscal year, Avatar Pandora will now release in 23-24, which is quite delayed for, uh, for the title initially set to drop sometime this year. There you go. Avatar. We're going to move on, Sarge, to the next one. Rumor, Division Battle Royale game could be in development. Ubisoft is reportedly re re restructuring or resurging a shelf shelved Division Battle Royale project to fill the absence made by Hyperscape cancellation. I, I'm not even going to read this for a second. Can I just say that Division went from not supporting Division 2 to reopening Division 2, then coming out with Division Heartland, then coming out with Division Resurgence, then coming out with, like, hello? You are literally went from, we don't give a shit about this series, to... Here's an abundance of Division 2. You, well, you like Division 2? Here's three other games that are all going to be Division. That's because... Don't you find it a little strange? No, no. Because, because Division is the easiest game to monetize. That's why they went back to it. They Listen, their studio, their, their company itself is on fire, right? Yeah. Between the, between the allegations of their CEO and all of the stuff that happened over the last couple of years, they have to consolidate what they have drop everything that they can't monetize, whatever they can monetize, they're going to lift back up and monetize the hell out of it to try to, to salvage the revenue 
for the next year. That's basically what Ubisoft is doing. They're just they taking the same. It, they're just taking the same it, game and, re, and and making it four different ways. It doesn't matter. They they announced that they said every game they're going to do is going to be live uh, yeah, service. Live service. They said it. They said but, it outright. Here's what they're doing. Right. People make food for one night and then they have leftovers. They're making the leftovers right now. They're taking division, chopping division up. What do you want? You want tacos? Here's the heartland. Oh, you want a burrito? Here's resurgence. Oh, yes. you want you want a uh, enchilada? It's the, it's the same shit, just decorated differently, right? They 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 need they need to stop the bleeding. They're hemorrhaging money, right? The company's on fire financially, and they've got to stabilize. And the only way they, in their mind, the battle plan for them is to drop everything that's not monetizable. Drop it. Drop it like a bad habit. Whatever we have left, we're gonna prop it up. While we're working on other games, our next Assassin's Creed is supposed to come out or whatever, and they're going to prop everything up and monetize the crap out of it. That's what they're doing. It's it's blatantly obvious. You can see it, especially when they do a complete 180. When they say they're going to drop a game, they don't like the division, we're done with it, and then all of a sudden they resurrect it like it like like it was the second coming. Like they have they have to bring it back. Like why do you have to bring it back? The <laughs> the game ran its course. You did a good job. Move on. No, we can't move on. Because we don't have anything, we don't have anything in the pipe right now that's going to come out. So we have to prop up what we have, and that's that's what they're doing. So I mean, well, not surprising. Milky or uh, Milky, Krebsy, uh, they're not getting rid of PVE and PVP, right? There's still PVP and PVE inside of Division Two. Heartland's going to have game modes for PVP and PVE. Okay, uh, Heartland, not Heartland's Resurgence is all PVP. And then now the Battle Royale, right? They're literally just separating. Imagine Destiny taking Gambit, Crucible, all their different game modes and going, oh, yeah, here's a new Destiny game, Crucible. Here's a new De Destiny game, Gambit. Here's a new Destiny game, EA, whatever the, yeah, whatever, whatever the fuck exactly it is. That's exactly what they're doing. Right? They're just taking the versions. They're taking the game and making Rogue Squadron. They're taking a game out of Battlefield 2. And putting it in its own game as far as, here you go, here's Rogue Squadron. But that's Starfighter Assault from the game, yet done worse. Right? That's that's what they're doing with Division. They're like, Division, throw up Division. They want you to hate Division. They're, they're trying to make Division like it's the, the next fucking Marvel IP. Like, the, they're going to they're gonna take Division and chop it up in so many different games. They're going to have 15 Division games. I, I have I have something to say. I think that if you were to put the Battlefield... 76 specialization characters into the division you'd have yourself a game if you put those guys into division sure get it out of battlefield sure right you'd have a game but because of the way it is it's just it's it's very strange to have a game that you played all the way through and you're doing the manhunts and then you're like okay well the game's over now they said it's over and then for them to go full 180 and tell you that we're going to prop this game up for the next three, they said it was it three years, yeah, three or four years. So in three or four years, the next game will come out by then, right? So that's 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 their game plan, man. That's the game plan. Krebsy, you're you're missing it though. They're not separating PVE and PVP in all the games I just named. All of it has PVE elements and PVP elements. They're not separating the PVP from PVE. They're separating the game into other games and then making it PVE, PVP, PVV, PVP, right? Whatever, whatever the fuck it is. In all of their different branches, the only one that, if it's true, is this battle royale, which would be PVP, which would just be 
Call of Duty Warzone, which would just be Fortnite, which would just be any other Battle Royale game, but set in the Divisions form, right? I think that's the only game that's actually going to take off for them, to be honest, if the Battle Royale comes out. That's a lot of peas. Yeah, Sarge, that is a lot of peas. I mean, I mean, how, how isn't, hey, look, isn't Battle Royale just basically Dark Zone? Yes. Isn't that what it is? Yes. Right? To say a Battle Royale and Division is basically oh, Dark Sarge. Zone. The Dark Zone's different than Battle Royale. It's, it's so not, much better. They, they wanted to change Battle Royale, and they made the Dark Zone. And yet now they're making a separate Battle Royale because the Dark well, the Zone whole, didn't work out for them. Right. Well the, well, the whole city's Dark Zone now, not just the section. It's well, no, the they, they, in Division 2, it's, it's, it's less now. They have less zones. No, no, but what I'm saying is the Battle Royale version oh, right, right. be the whole, right. the whole game the is whole, the Dark Zone. The whole yes. city yes. will be the Dark Zone, right. I mean, if they if they put in the snow like they did for New York and make it a survival thing with BR, it might be interesting for a little while. Yeah. No, but, Ghost, I think you're look, I, I thought when the Dark Zone first came in Division One, I was like, oh, this is interesting, right? It was a, it was a spin on what Battle Royale was. Right? We were like, oh, this is this is interesting. And then they fucked it up. <laughs> and then they went on and fucked it up. Right. <clears throat> So, all right, the next, the next uh, Take It With a Grain of Salt segment is a new Star Fox game for Nintendo Switch leaked by Insider. Uh, the new Star Fox game has been developed for quite a while, being made by the outside studio with the, with the closed close supervision of Nintendo. Uh, the thing is, I haven't been, yet been able to track down who is developing it, said Zippo. Uh, adding it to Zippo, just notes he knows a developer... Uh, but can confirm it's not Platinum Games as for game itself. Zippo describes the attempting to toad the line between Squirrel uh, sequel and reboot. Uh, there will also be apparently some multiplayer elements. Uh, it remains to be seen if Nintendo can revive the Star Fox IP, but it seems uh, bullish on doing as much as apparently already ordered uh, for animated project using the IP as well. Uh, quote, one last thing, Star Fox is another franchise that will play a big part in Nintendo's overall multimedia strategy going forward. Uh, says Zippo, the animated project of some sort is in early works at Nintendo's newly acquired studio, Nintendo Pictures, along with a few other properties. So there you go. So Firefox, or sorry, Firefox. Firefox is the browser. Star Fox, uh, it might be coming out as a animated movie or TV show in some format, and then also uh, maybe being a reboot. Uh, I mean, re- n- n- Nintendo, Nintendo's just going to go down. It's going to go down their list. They're gonna do, they're gonna down their list, put everything on Switch on their list, and it'll be fine. Nintendo could do exactly what they did back in the eighties or nineties. I'm sorry, they can just go down Mar- their list. They can go a, Mar- a Mario show, a Zelda show, yeah. a Metroid yeah. show, right? They could just keep making these shows. Yeah. Nintendo could open up their own streaming service, Sarge, where they could just monetize all the Nintendo listen, IPs. Listen, l- l- real quick, I don't want to segue too. I don't, don't want to segue too hard, okay? But don't you think, without trying to be too woke? Not not trying to be woke. I'm just talking normal. Okay. Don't you think if you had the right director and the right writer, you could do a series of movies about Samus for Metroid? Sure. Don't don't it, I it don't know like, why they it, haven't done it, it would, yet. It would, it would be almost kind of like aliens, but yes. not quite the same. But like she going on adventures, like maybe like Firefly, yeah, like that kind of sci-fi. Yeah. That like I see Samus as like a like a trilogy of movies. How have they not I, done I don't, that yet? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, like, if you were looking for a good movie to a movie spinoff to do, right. I think Metroid would. You be want it. a powerful woman that kicks ass, right? A, right, right. 
right? Absolutely. Alita and, ba Battle Princess, and, the, and that movie do, was fantastic. And you could do it really sweet, too. You could be, she's in armor the whole time. You have no idea. And, and for the first whole movie, never takes her mask off. You hear the female voice a little bit. You can't tell if it's female or male because it's mechanical a little bit right. because of the helmet. Yeah. You can't tell if it's male or female. So only the people that know Metroid know she's female. Everybody else who's, who's there to watch a movie doesn't know, right? right? And then because of the progression in the movie comes a point where she don't need the armor anymore. And she takes the armor off, and then you see it's a female and be like a big wow factor. Like, I don't understand. Like, it fits it fits a movie shell perfect. Yeah, they're going to take the mask off. It's okay, Duplass. We know that she's a girl, so. Yeah, we all know that. Right. She has to take her mask off while she's out in space because right, she needs so for it to you, breathe. So for you nerds out there, right, put it down in the comments. Do you remember how in the 8-bit Nintendo game you got to see Samus without the armor on? Do you remember how to do that? Oh, did we have to? No, stay quiet. Don't say nothing. Let the nerds. Type it into Discord or in the comment section. Right. That would be awesome, Ghost. Play it like dread. Keep the mask on. That would I yeah. would have so much more respect if they got a woman, not a not a man in the costume that's played right. by a woman. Like get a woman, put her in costume, and play it like Judge Dread. Keep the mask on the entire time. And yeah. you, you know what would be badass? If they did the movie. And then in the bonus feature, okay, an alternate ending, you could watch the movie with her take her mask off and her mask on. The entire time you wouldn't know it's a, it, it's a girl. But when you find out, you'd be like, oh, my God. You would, you would be amazed. I don't know why they haven't done a Metroid all right, yet. So, all right, so real quick, let's not stay on this too long. Who plays Samus? What female character could play Samus? Who's out there right now that can do it? Got Hmm. I'm not sure. I think you would have to go with an unknown. I would have more respect for an unknown. I don't want, like, I don't want, uh, what's her name, uh, that played uh, Harley Quinn or something. You know what I mean? Like, uh, or go with. If she, if she worked out, Barrier, I'd give it to you. If she worked out for, like, a year, maybe. Emily Blunt? <laughs> maybe. Duplass, that's my go-to, but I think she's a little thick. Like, she's a little big, right? No, the you armor. The armor's thick. You don't need a thick woman, though. You don't need yeah. a thick woman. The armor is what. I think Rhonda's like she's 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 built, man. Like I'm, I'm, ju sure. I'm just trying to. That's, think. That, that's my go-to, though. That's my go-to. Actually, you know who I would I, I could see if I had to pick an actress that was known. The girl who plays um, Nebula, uh, Karen um, Gillian, Gillian, the one that plays Nebula, who plays in Jumanji. I can see her. I can see her playing that role. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah, I now, can, I can every, see her everybody, playing that role. Everybody send Nintendo the cast for Metroid and tell them to get, get, it, get it going. <clears throat> I, I can see her play it. I like her. Samus. I... Samus, Krezzy. Samus. Uh, the actual character for Metroid, Samus. Oh, yeah. To, I'm sorry, Krebsy. It's Yeah, to, to play Metroid. Yeah. Not Metroid. Metroid's the name of the game. Samus oh, is the name Samus of the person. Samus in Metroid. Yes. yes. I don't even listen. That's that's got gold written all over it. If you were going to make a movie, I don't understand why they haven't. That's made your it yet. movie. That's your movie. They're 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 trying to roll swap people. Get there's there's games and 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 stories out there told with strong women that they yeah. could just make right away. Yeah. And that, and and that was done way before anything woke ever happened. Yeah, you yeah. thought you were playing a dude. Eighty six, and you didn't and you didn't know till the end of the game. Eighty six, eighty seven. I think it came out in eighty seven. 
All right, next one is uh, TCL apparently thinks that PlayStation 5 Pro and Xbox new or uh, new Xbox are coming in 2023-2024. What? You don't say again, this is with a grain of salt, but according to a Polish outlet PPE TCL pres- presentation showed a timeline of consoles starting in PlayStation 4 and Xbox 1 in 2013 and then released a PlayStation 4 Pro and Xbox X a few years later. The presentation also marks the launch of the ninth generation of consoles of PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X in 2020. And the end of the slide, it lists a PlayStation 5 Pro and an Xbox Series XS. Uh, TLC claims that the consoles will provide a 60 to 120 frames per, uh, per second resolution, a 4K as well, have the ability to display 8K. Apparently, they also will also utilize a AMD Radeon RTX 7700 XT technology. So, in the in the, if I can pop this up real fast, here is. What they say in 2023-2024, the new Xbox Series SX, PlayStation 5 Pro, 2160p, 6120 render, UHD, AK, 60 to 120 output. So they're saying right here, okay, so Gen 9.5, which is the, and I said this already, again, the the, the Swami here has has predicted this, I think last year I said that, in 2023, they're going to start mentioning the pros and the next Xbox, the next uh, Xbox uh, consoles. Now they're not going to be new; they're just going to be the upgraded version of those things, right? The updated versions of those things. So take what you want with a grain of salt. That's the other story. We have another story, okay, of the potential of Hogwarts Legacy release date potentially leaked by Amazon. So. Uh, through a, a a posting, I believe it is, it says that uh, this date was changed, okay? So Hogwarts, making Hogwarts Legacy, exploring the unwritten wizarding world. So there's a Hogwarts Legacy art book titled The Art of Making Hogwarts Legacy, exploring the unwritten wizarding world as an updated release window. It's similarly first reported by VGC. This date has changed from December 31st to December 6th, a Tuesday. So the game itself... It hasn't been said December 6th, but this book that gives you all the information about Hogwarts Legacy, like everything inside, comes out December 6th, a Tuesday, as reported by consumers and pre-ordered a art book on Amazon UK. Not only would this change to be odd if it were still a placeholder date, but placeholder dates often fall at the end of the month of the qu- or the quarter. Furthermore, most video game releases come out on Tuesday or a Friday, lining up this perfectly as the date. So if the book comes out on a Tuesday and it's about the game, would think that the game is shortly to follow, right? Either the following Tuesday or the same day the book comes out, because they would love to bundle those together. Hey, while yep. you get the game, you might want to get the book, the art book as well. It's a bundle, yep. you know, type of thing, right? Yep. So it's interesting. So this was on Amazon UK. The art of making Hogwarts Legacy, exploring the unwritten Wizarding World hardcover. December 6th is the hard date there. So take it what you want with a grain of salt. Uh, The next one that we have is Black Panther video game may be in development. Now, there's been talks of it. We don't know, so we can't say for for official that there is a Black Black Panther video game in development. Sarge, what do you think about this Black... I want to just talk about what kind of game. They say it's an open-world game. So, if for you, what would it take for you to be like, oh, you know what, Black Panther open world? Okay, I like that. Do you want to open world? I said 
I don't want to actually put anything in your head. I said certain things. I want to hear what you say as far as an open world. Uh... I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I don't really know that if Black Panther is deep enough to have an open world game for because I don't know if there is enough of people who know about the Black Panther story and about the character that you can put together an entire open world for people to want to be invested Well, are you in. thinking open world like Skyrim slash Assassin's Creed? Or are you thinking more open I, world of... Well, here, here's like how a, I look at it. I'm trying to think of another game that's like sort of-esque open world, like God of War. Well, I always look... The, the way I look at superhero games the way I think they should be done is the type of open world that Spider-Man did where it's like Grand Theft Auto. That's the city's exactly, there. That's exactly the what I said. There, yep. The city's there. But the problem is with Black Panther, it would have to be smaller versions of maps like that and different areas of where he's fighting because he cares about his own continent, his country. So he'd be there for a little while and then he'd go to whatever other area you have to go. And so I, I, I don't want to mention the word but I'm, I'm going to have to. So smaller open world areas like Avengers. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, no, so I, I think you I, have to, you have to get, it has to be something with a good story to transition from zone to zone, many open world areas that you would have the boss fights and the power-ups and the reasons why you were going through it, it would have to be a good story. It just can't be a slap-happy version of a half-assed open world like Avengers. It has to have right. a story. Well, this is what I said. I think Black Panther should be more like Spider-Man or like Batman Arkham uh, or like a God of War. God of War was somewhat structured, combat... but it's also open world as well. Okay, so if you did Black Panther like Arkham, good game. I think you'd have it. If you try to do it too slap pappy like Avengers, I don't think it has the staying power. But if you made Black Panther's combat like Batman, I think that's a win. Yeah, I think that's a win. I think Spider-Man, Batman combat-wise, Black Panther makes perfect sense, right? I don't want a Black Panther like Assassin's Creed. I think Assassin's Creed's way too open. I think if you have, instead of like Manhattan, you have Wakanda. You have stories happening within Wakanda and stuff like that. I think that would be a cool game. Sean says that the bad thing is you're not even playing as T'Challa. At this point, we don't really know. If, they, if that's true, I think that's a bad choice. Uh, obviously, Black Panther is a moniker. Like, his father was Black Panther. He's Black Panther. His son becomes Black Panther. Sure, he's been Black There's been other Black Panthers, and I, I, I'm fine with that. I, I'm just, I hope that they do this game good. Now, the bad part about this, Sarge, is that EA is making this. Uh, well, EA. Let's I go think back. Is, let, let's is... go back. Let's go back and see what EA has done for open world. Well, they did uh, Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> that, that that's about it. That, that's that's about not going to be. That's not going to be enough to hold the IP of Black Panther in a video game. I if it's it's not. Could it's you not... take Black Panther and make a game like? Like Jedi Fallen Order, like it's more of like oh, a, well, a light okay. Souls I'll, type I, game. I, I I'll tell you this: take out the stormtroopers and the Jedi, insert Black Panther and and the rest of the people characters from that movie into Jedi Fallen Order. Does the game work to you? You play that game, does it work? Wait, say that again. I don't. I don't. If you take what? <clears throat> take out the Jedi and the stormtroopers. Yeah. And put in Black Panther and the characters from the movie inside the game design of yeah. what Fallen Order is. No, I think, Do you think it, it would work. I think it would work if you if you have a superhero game and you have a light 
light souls type game i think it might work it's dated if you take if you take the current ip of black panther and what goes on in that in that movie and for the comic book and put it into jedi fallen order that type of game design it's dated Dated. But you're, you're right, Sean. Like you that, need combat. Jedi Fallen you Order is combat, not an open yeah. world. But when I say open world, it is linear. You can go, but you can go into a lot of different places. Mass Effect's not open world either. I, I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about. No, I'm just trying I'm to think of of EA games that they've made open world. I think the only game is Bioware with EA that made Anthem. I think that's the only open world game that I can think of. <clears throat> well, let's. You see. need you you need really listen. I didn't once again. I didn't raise the bar. Batman Arkham has a great combat system and the kind of moves that Black Panther has, you need that kind of combat system. Yeah, but Ghost, if you're you're talking as if they're they're taking the video game and linking it to the MCU, if they're doing that, sure, then that that would be a perfect choice. But if you're if you're not killing off T'Challa because the actor who played T'Challa died, which I think is a weird thing, by the way. Like I I hate that they've They've taken a fake character, and because the actor that died played that character, that character can no longer live on. It, it, to me, it's just weird, but that's another story. Uh, let me see if we have another uh, rumor. Sony interested in require, acquiring Square Enix. So the last few years, Microsoft and Sony have taken uh, major steps to expand their respective rosters in-house developers. Edios Montreal founder Stephen uh, Desta- I don't know how to pronounce D Astos. Uh, it's French. Uh, touched on with possibly during an interview with the game industry dot biz where he spoke a possibility of Sony purchasing along with the general state of Square Enix in the recent of the Edios Montreal. He said that the sale of Edios Montreal and Square Enix Montreal and Crystal Dynamics to Sweden company Embracer Group was due to in part to mounting pressure from Japan on its foreign developers to produce better result commercially. It described the situation as a train that is slowing down and it needs a fresh injection of cash. Regarding Sony, uh, regarding Sony, he said that aware of rumors of interested in bringing Square Enix into the fold and to wake Square selling three of the biggest Western developers to embracing to Embracer Group. However, he says that the caveat to this is Sony's interest in may only be in acquiring the Square Enix Tokyo studio rather than the large company. I heard rumors that Sony said that they're really interested in Square Enix Tokyo, but not the rest of the uh, told uh, game industry. So, so I think Square Enix CEO Astuda. Uh, uh, uh Masudasa put it like a garage sale when players they want, t- they, want they want the Japan version because that's where the Final Fantasy comes from right so Sony uh, would have a keen interest in trying to purchase the studio the team most notably credits including multiple entries of Kingdom Hearts series namely the mainline and three mainline series games however it's known for the team also knowing for the recently announced Kingdom Hearts 4 that said the team's uh, pedigree would fit right with Sony's studios roster which uh, regarded amongst critics as players delivering some of the best AAA single-player titles in recent memories, and one uh, one point working against the Tokyo team, uh, though they share the, the development load with multiple teams rather than heading up the major games development of their own, with the begs the question if uh, of if required, would Tokyo team by expand a lead major title development or continue being a support team or games such as God of War, Ragnarok, or Marvel Spider-Man? There you go. So Square Enix might be up for purchase, but maybe not the whole thing. So there's a, there's a lot of gaps between years for games, man. They the, the whole issue right now of consolidation is the fact that because of the game cycle and the delay cycle, so between three and five years, 
they need to have a certain number of studios in-house in order to make sure games are coming out at regular intervals. And that's the issue right now. That's what's happening right now. All these buyouts is because they need enough guys in-house to be releasing games in a timely fashion. That's it. It's not because they're doing well or or they're trying to they're trying to to buy out other people for less competition. It's because they don't have the the consistency to release games on time. That's why. Hmm. <clears throat> I I uh, Melrose to answer your question, do you think Sony or Microsoft is better parent uh, a parent company for these acquisitions? I, I believe I believe Sarge said that Square Enix was going to get bought. Um, I think I think I I don't remember what I said. I know we said it uh, down the road. I, I forget if it's in the Big Book of Bull. I think Sony is better fit for for Square Enix, whatnot. But you know, we'll see what happens. Um, as far as I think Ubisoft gets picked up if if and when they ever do. I think Microsoft gets them. But then again, there's so many players. Mm-hmm. I actually like that that Montreal and Crystal Dynamics got picked up by a third entity, you know, Embracer Group, which has had more purchases than Microsoft. Uh, they have like something like I think eight or total acquisitions in the last like five years or something like that. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, and crazy. everyone's and everyone's worried about Microsoft uh, monopoly. Meanwhile, Embracer Group has picked up like way more than Microsoft has. Um, the last rumor that we're gonna go over, and then we're gonna go into a bigger story, uh, is Ubisoft is reportedly canceling Roller Champions, which is not the case. So Roller Champions was rumored that it was going to get canceled, okay? And this is another Ubisoft game we're talking about, right? So of course it is. Skull and Bones is on shaky grounds. Avatar has <laughs> been canceled, or not canceled, but pushed back. And now canceling Roller Derby here, right? Look, they said they came out and said that this game is not getting canceled. I said when I played it, I enjoyed it. I thought it was actually a fun game, right? It kind of reminds me of that feel of like Rocket League, right? But the problem is can only go in around that oval a certain amount of times before you get fucking bored because the only thing you were playing for is to get experience so you could go up the battle pass to get cosmetic stuff, right? There was no... There was missing competitiveness in a competitive sports game, right? All sports, by nature, are competitive, right? Doesn't matter if you're playing darts, billiards, bowling, dart, uh, lawn darts. I don't care if you're playing cornhole... Anything that you're doing sports, there needs to be competitiveness to it. And with competitiveness comes stats and different things. Like, I want to know, like, for instance, multiverses that we play. You know how many knockouts you get. You get know how many assists you get. You know how much damage you do. You know all of these things. Why? Because it's competitive and you want to know who got the most damage, who got the most knockouts, who got the most assists, what's your total record. Roller Champions has none of this. It's just go in a circle. Score some goals. At the end, I want to know how many goals did I get? How many assists did I get? How many knockdowns did I get? How many times, how fast was my average speed? What was I doing? How many tricks did I do? And all of this should be in stats all across the board. Those don't have to be like your overall, like I'm level 500 now and I'm better than the person that's level two. But you look at the person's (laughs) stats and go, oh, damn, that person's a scorer. Because then you know that they have an emblem on 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 their person that they've scored 100 goals and you know that person's a good scorer on your team there needs to be things like this in this game implemented if they do nothing they say there's more stuff coming out but adding more areas to skate around and different game modes that doesn't do it like you need an actual they need they need groups clans tournaments 
uh, stats. They need to make it like something that feels like you're watching roller derby, right? Yeah, but Leagues, if, if, if you were if you were gonna if you were gonna really make it competitive, you have to stop. You, you have to take out a little bit more of the craziness out of it first. And do a solidified version of what roller derby is, which is one person's the score point, and you and they pass other people. You don't get to go anywhere, right? There's a certain speed that you have. You can speed up a little bit, but yes. you have endurance meters. You can only you can only pump so hard for so long. And if you pass other people in real roller derby, when you pass other people, it's worth points. So you'd put big guys on the team to block, like that kind of thing. Like if there was an actual competitive nature for it without making all the slap happy stuff, great. The ball can be an added feature for added points, but the roller derpy rule should be in effect first, and you base it off of that. Then you can go a little bit off. Different courses, crazy eights, a jump course, like that kind of thing right. would make it interesting and be competitive. But to make it a slap happy game, and when I say slap happy, I mean it doesn't matter. Your guy can skate in any direction or whatever else doesn't seem to matter. Like it, it, you're not going to put it on the same level as a competitive, right? A competitive game. This is you're just not, a bare bone game. minimum game. Put it out there to get microtransactions. Right. But you're you trying to sell to, skins again. Right. You're you're you have to, to do something again. to sell the skins. My clan is the my clan is the steampunk guys. All my guys are like steampunks. I got to buy skins for all my guys. That, right. That's what they want. I could. It's Ubisoft. That's what you're going right. to do. But in order for it to be a stable game, like guys have certain stats. Certain guys can skate faster. Other guys can hit harder. Right. They can block better. But, and maybe, and maybe depending on what the mat matchups are, remember, bro, remember back in the day, bro, with matchups, matchups would be like if I'm going to pass a guy and he's a bruiser and I'm a speed guy, I have to know when to pass him, otherwise I'm going to get hit. Right. Like there has to be some type of factor and variables in the game. The, the, so there's strategy in it. You know, you know what just came to my mind, Sarge? Remember ice hockey? Old what, school the, ice hockey, the Nintendo eight bit, eight bit three characters. Steel. No, four characters. The three characters. No, four characters. No, no. There's a four. skinny guy. There's a fat so, guy. There's a normal yeah, guy. Yeah, that's a type of guys. But there's four guys on the team plus the goalie. Oh, the goalie. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. Is the guys actually skating around the actual thing? There's skinny yeah, guy, skinny, average normal, guy, and, and big guy. A fatty guy. Yeah. That's all you need for this. You need a skinny guy. You need a medium guy, guy. And you huh? need a, and you need a fat guy. Huh? That's it. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Right, you put those three people in the thing, and you have a mixed match of who's on your team, right? And I think there's is it three or four people on the team? I think it's three people on the team. But in roller derby, it's five aside. Well, no, on this game, whatever, I'm whatever, about. whatever yeah, it is yeah. in the game. Yeah, I think it's only three. But they they could make this game if they put a little effort into it. Right, they could actually make it pretty interesting. But right now, it's like bare bone. How do we make a game that's kind of interesting? How do I how do we make a game really cheap and try to charge more money for it, dude? I would, That's I would basically I, what it is. I would, I would pump this up if this was me and I owned and I made this game. I would have an announcer in this game calling shot for shot, sort of like when you're in the golf game or football game. Announcers talking, oh, blah, the bruiser goes up for the score. Like I would have it buried into the actual dialogue inside this thing to make it more exciting when you're playing the game, right? Sure. Like a good a good soundtrack or yes. a soundtrack that you could put in yourself. Yeah, they they like say goal. Soundtrack. They tell you like how many minutes and stuff, but they don't pump it up like make it a spectacle. Rocket League does a really good job of just making it feel competitive. It's very competitive. It's a very fun game. It's cars with soccer or soccer with cars, right? This could be so much better, but yet Ubisoft's like, let's do the bare minimum. You gotta sell some microtransactions with live service game. Okay. So yeah. anyway. That's it for 
uh, the grain of salt. Let me let me get out of this segment real fast. Take it with a grain of salt. All right, the next thing we want to talk about is Grand Theft Auto will reportedly feature a first female playable character and a new cities over time. Now, we've we've said this in the past that they'll probably switch it up to a, a female, which is fine. So as part of a report, Rockstar Bloomberg sources closed the studio, discussed the new female character will be a Latin, a character. Uh, I, I love how they say a, a Latina. Uh, the character will reportedly be part of the pair of the bank robbers in a story influenced by real-life criminals Bonnie and Clyde. Then why don't you just say there's two protagonists? See, this is what I don't like about reporting when they when they report stuff, right? They're already making the they're already making the claim of people are going to be uh, sexist, misogynistic, racist because they said there's going to be a Latin girl, right, in the game. But just say there's two protagonists and one's a guy, one's a girl, Bonnie and Clyde. Instead, they go. Uh, the female character be the protagonist, and who will be Latina, right? Like, okay. Why does it matter? Right. Why does it matter? So female <laughs> protagonists have previously uh, only been available to custom characters in GTA Online, never in the game's single-player campaign. Now, Rockstar co-founder Dan Hauser, who has since left the company, previously indicated that the company was thinking about a female lead as far as back as 2013. Update, the first Grand Theft Auto game featured female playable characters. This would mark the first time a 3D GTA series as we know it today. Now, the report also indicates that the launch of the version of GTA 6 will begin with uh, a fictionalized Miami surrounding area, presumably a return to Vice City, but will also be update with a new mission and cities on a regular basis. Who said that? Who said that? I said that they're going to bring it in slowly. The launch, the launch version apparently already includes more interior locations than GTA game previously, which I also said, I wish there was more interior locations inside Grand Theft Auto. Like, you have this giant city, and yet you can't get into a lot of th stuff. So it'd be interesting to see more about that. Now, per the report, the game codenamed Project America drew the original plan of including the huge territories based in North and South America, a plan that will be scrapped in part of the reduced crunch for employees. I don't think it's scrapped. I think it's stretched out because it's going to be a live service game. And I think that they're going to make the online service game. And mark my words, I say this and I mean this. You are buying Grand Theft Auto 6, but Grand Theft Auto Online lives on and just moves on over, right? So you can be online, but when you play Grand Theft Auto Online over here, they're going to constantly update online and put Liberty City, Vice City, San Andreas, and you're going to have online world. You're going to have Grand Theft Auto World or Grand Theft Auto whatever it is. 100%, that's what I think they're going to do. Sources say the developer of the game is skeptical about the uh, predic uh, predictions for launch between April 20, uh, 2023 and March 2024 due to the multiple changes on the team and bottlenecks in the production. Some developers are even said to have quite uh, quit to due to the lack of progress of the game recently. Developers on the team reportedly expect the game to be, in, uh, to be at the least two years away and say that the f no firm release date has been set internally. Now, however, much of the reported focus prog progressive changes in Rockstar in recent years include more inclusive office culture, uh, a focus on reducing crunch and removal of abusive managers, uh, a conversion of, of contractors into full-time employees, and a restructure of improved working conditions. Morale is said to be higher than the company as a result, and one of the sources say that Rockstar was a boys club transformed into a real company. But yet, people, I read an article that people are complaining because now 
Uh, they have more managers now, Sarge, and the managers are not doing their job fast enough. So a lot of people are just waiting around waiting for their managers to tell them. So they say there's too many, too many cooks, <clears throat> too many chefs, okay, too many, too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, so it says Rockstar apparently plans to launch the game with uh, fictional Miami and add more locations over time through updates, which that 100% makes sense. Now, real quick, I want to go over uh, Krebsy. Uh, put something inside of our Discord. He says, GTA 5 Online will get two or maybe three more updates depending on GTA's release in 2024-2025. Your GTA 5 Online characters will transfer over to GTA 6 Online. Yeah, I think they're going to be the exact same, Rebzy. Uh the, the story point out will be that the GTA 5 character will be haunt, hunted down in, in the, uh, by the police and need to flee the Vice City to start a new life. Right? Update 1, Arcade Overhaul, Hangers Overhaul, Casino Overhaul, Auto Shop Overhaul, uh, basically, that's what they've been doing with that already. Update, final update. The final update will be about getting uh, hunted down by the police and will lead to the GTA 6 and be the reason to you leave Los Santos, get to Vice City. The final mission will be Trevor, Michael, Franklin, uh, and Lester helping with the escape of Los Santos uh, to start a new life in Vice City. This update will have to have a new heist ability to buy uh, and use cop vehicles and equipment. This is his speculation, by the way. This is not like in source rumors or anything. During, during GTA 6 Online, they'll add Liberty City to the game as a first expansion. The second expansion will be returning to Los Santos, the map in GTA 6, and the expansions for the game will be uh, will be live, so a construction building will slowly be built over time. He says this will also be far uh, out prediction, but I believe GTA 6 will launch with a casino that can be uh, will house a battle pass for the game. Well, they already have a casino inside the game already, right? Look, I've I've said a lot of similar things that he's saying, like that building in the middle of of uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, that big skyscraper, right? They they finished it off, and you can get a house, like an actual building in there now, right? Oh, you mean actually in the game it's finished? I believe so. I believe uh, they did, I right? I don't think so. But all right, they added the casino. You can actually go into the casino at the horse race track now, right? There's like things that you can do because you can. I think you can. You make your own casino. You run a part of the casino. Like you have an office in the casino. I haven't, I haven't played in so long, bro. I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff that you can do in this game, um, but 100, I think Sarge that the game will take place in Miami, right, or Southern Equator. Okay, but the online version is going to take because why would they take down people that are trying to remake or uh, uh, mod Liberty City? Or do other things, right? So That's they're one hundred percent taking those assets that they've already made. Okay, they just have to spruce them up and bring them in into GTA Online. What do you, what do you think of this whole thing, Sark? Well, the, this this is the issue. Okay, I can I can remain as positive as I want about GTA because I love GTA. I played GTA when it was a two D game on on the PC. I know all about GTA. However, I think that every game just like every movie series or every TV series reaches a pinnacle point and then it starts to come down because you can you can't always you can't, you can't beat yourself okay, you can't always you can't up. always trump yourself every time can't do it right and i think wholeheartedly without any convictions in my mind that GTA 5 is the pinnacle of Rockstar like the best they've done even though it was very trying very difficult and they had a lot of problems, a lot of problems, but it worked out. It was a huge gamble, but it worked out. Okay. I don't think that I'm expecting this game to, tr to completely beat on every level GTA 5. I just don't, right? There's too much stuff going on right now. 
The game's been out for too long. Right? There hasn't been a sequel for so long. The expectation level is way too high, right? We're in a culture shock now where everybody's offended about everything. Right. And this game, the whole premise of this game is to make fun of reality. Right. It's a, it's a satirical... It's a not, satirical not to look. be reality. Right. It's a satirical look on reality. The whole point of the game was to be a criminal without causing real problems. If you wanted to be a crime lord, you could be a crime lord in GTA, live a life of a criminal without actually going to jail for real. Like, just to get, just to blow off right. some steam and be a bad guy. Like, it's one of the very few, listen, it's one of the very few games in existence where you are the bad guy. Right. Right? You're the bad guy. Right? It's supposed to be fun. That's the whole point. Being bad is fun. But be bad in a video game. Don't go out and steal cars. Right. And do drugs out in the real world. The, the, the game is called Grand Theft Auto. Right? I, I get it. This is the same people that tell me it. it's not called Sea of Friends. It's Sea of Thieves. Right? Uh, it's called Grand Theft Auto, meaning I go around doing crime, uh, stealing cars, uh, doing oh, bad oh, things. Listen, that's the one thing I didn't like about, uh, I think, was it four or, or was it five? Where you didn't get the list. It was five. There's no There's no list. In four, like, you get the it, list. It, it was supposed to be even if listen, even if it wasn't a main mission, even if it wasn't a main mission, it should have been a side mission somewhere that there, you there is a found. side mission, but there is no list, right? But there there should have always been a list, right? There should be a right? list to go to the Bringing, garage, and there's a list. Finding the cars, escaping the police, and getting the car fixed and dropped off at the dock was the was one of the main side missions in every Grand Theft Auto game. That's why it was called Grand Theft Auto, right? Right? You were stealing cars. The issue now is. Because the expectations levels are so high, I I don't believe that they can beat the pinnacle. Three <laughs> characters interlaced, three great story, right. Yeah. right? Interlaced, three story. I don't care if it's a female character. Yeah, I don't care who I the characters are. I don't are. care. However, however, if you are going to insert a female character and then change into into what? Into, into this world. Yep. Into into her being a mastermind criminal or a thug or something else, you can't sugarcoat it and start pulling back all the dirtiness and grittiness of the right, game of what because there's a is. female there, right? Right? She knew what she was getting into when she decided to become a criminal. Like that's that's part of the game, right? So if you're going to start kowtowing around the actual, I guess the idiosyncrasies of the game, how the satirical outlook, the dirty jokes. Or whatever else. If you're gonna pull that out because there's a female protagonist, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Right. Because everybody's on the same. We're all equal. We're all equal. As a matter of fact, just so we're all clear, when I played GTA Five, my online character was a six foot two blonde wearing yeah. black leather. That was my character in GTA Five. The biggest blonde ever. Right. That's how I walked in heels. I did crime in heels. Like that's. That's who I played in GTA Online. Like, I didn't care. Like, I'm hoping it was a female protagonist. It would make the jokes funnier because she had to be tough and gritty, right. and she could say what she wanted to say, and she has to be tough because she's with a bunch of other of uh, 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 male uh, male guys who are going to kill her. So she's got to be tough, right? So it'd be a good spin on what the character would be. I think it would be. It's a nice change. If you're going to do the Bonnie and Clyde thing, though, you can't do the Bonnie and Clyde thing because. She always followed him, right? Instead of them being of them being equal, she was a psychotic person. Bonnie was psychotic, right? If you read up on Bonnie and Clyde, she was a little deranged. That's fine if that's what the character is going to be, and you're going to make 
crazy choices right. throughout well, the game. That would be cool. Th- this is the thing, right? Let's just say it's Bonnie and Clyde and she's a little psychotic, but now because she's Lat- Latino, right? That Who cares? No, no, but what I'm saying is they'll be like, well, you can't make a Latino person crazy psychotic. Be like, why? No, it's a video game. Stop. Stop. Hard <laughs> stop. It's a video game. It's a fictitious world. You, you do crime in this game. I-, I know people are saying that they take out 10 jokes to prevent. They literally had you fucking someone on a bed called coffee. Okay, like it was a hidden thing inside the thing. You hot kill coffee. stripper, hey, hot coffee. You hot sh- coffee. You kill strippers in the car, right? There's strip clubs with 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 boobs everywhere. Like to to milk down ten jokes is just so stupid to me that if they do this, right? If they change the core of the game because they don't want to offend anybody is the exact point of why people liked Grand Theft Auto in the first place. I literally said this earlier. I would go into into the house, turn the television on, and watch television because they had the funniest fucking commercials and TV shows that would play. I was like, this is amazing, right? Because they're making fun of us. They're making fun of reality. Yes. But now reality is almost like Grand Theft Auto. So they're like, we can't be like this. We gotta, We got to pull back a bit. And to me, if you do that, you lose the identity of what Grand Theft Auto is, right? I, I compared yeah, Saints I Row. I compared Saints Row earlier. Saints Row, when it came out, was a mockery, like trying to mock what Grand Theft Auto was. Saints Row 1 and 2, okay? Then they found a way to not be like Grand Theft Auto, and they found their own MO, what they wanted to be. But it, was, but it was really over the top, though. Yeah, it was, they it wanted it to wasn't be grounded, well it wasn't over grounded the top. in reality. Yeah. Right, right. They wanted to be well over the top, and that's the way that, that they went. Grand Theft Auto has never been based in reality. It's 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 based off of places in reality of Los Angeles and Miami and New York and how yeah, but, absurd the world is. Yeah, but but all the crimes and stuff that all the stories and missions you played in that game were all based on real shit that happened in real life at some point or another. Right. They just put a satirical spin yeah, on it. That's that's right? it. Don't forget that when Vice City Stories came out and Liberty City Stories came out, they only came out for the PSP. They never came out for the for the actual home systems until later, where you could actually play them on the actual yeah. Xbox, right? And do you remember what the premise was? To build drug houses? Yeah. To build prostitution rings? Like, that's what you had to do in the game? You had to build crime syndicates right. Right. in the game. So. All of a sudden, you're gonna you have to step back. We're gonna be less GTA than GTA actually is because we don't want to offend anybody. It, it's, there's something wrong with people, man. Right. There's to, something wrong. You you're you're telling me that in a game where it progressively got worse. Now, when I say worse, I mean grounded in reality, gritty. Right. Right. Every time GTA Five made five billion dollars based on all the garbage in reality in the world of crime. Selling shark cards, gambling, prostitution, like yep. everything that's dirty in the real world, you're playing in that game to become a bazillionaire. And and you think now you're gonna you're gonna change the that channel joke, and, right. and you're not gonna you're not gonna do that kind of stuff anymore? What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, somebody on, on Twitter, I think it was Critical Drinker. I think Critical Drinker uh said this. Let me let me uh We're almost done here. You you can do you can do you can do so much. G- G- GTA has come so far, and it's supposed to be satirical and dirty and ridiculous. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed that's, to be fun. That's what made the missions really spectacular. It's because when you got to the point in the game where you had to do that really really ridiculous mission, 
you're like, that's an amazing mission. Right. Right. That, that, that mission is like one of the best missions ever. And then you play another 20 minutes or an hour and then you get to another mission that did the same thing to you. Like, that's an awesome mission. Yeah. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. You do yeah. these crazy. Listen, you were almost, you were in the games. The radio was now. the best. Not just, not just GTA 5. I'm talking about all of them. There was always a handful of missions that made you feel like almost kind of like James Bond. Like yeah. this is an this is an impossible mission yeah. that no one can do. Same. And you would and you'd have to play it over like five or six times in order to in, you, in order to then you had the heat bank robbery mission. It. Yeah, you had the heat bank robbery mission in this one, right? right? For all the all the amazing car chases you'd have to go on, and you'd have to know where the hidden stars were in order to, to get the heat to calm down a little bit because otherwise you couldn't make it back to the safe house it was impossible because right. the fbi was in the in the in the broncos coming after you all kinds of crazy shit and so you had to play the game long enough to memorize the city know where the shortcuts where the were Sorry, right. no know where the, the stars were hiding that was the whole point of the game that was the whole point of the game it's the you, the longer you played the game the more you found out about the city right that was the whole game right and so how how do you change the core of that by saying well, that we're going to tone everything back? I don't, I don't know what that means. I mean, me. it's speculation if they're toning stuff back, but it, it says here, yeah. this is what the critical drinker said. He said, naturally, well, first of all, the heading of it says Grand Theft Auto 6 to have female heroes scale back racist, sexist jokes. He says, naturally, because there's only one thing that you absolutely want to avoid while stealing cars, blowing up buildings, and indiscriminately murdering innocent civilians. It's making offensive jokes, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it, now all, all of a sudden there's a moral compass right on GTA six. All of a sudden somebody woke up out of a coma after 25 years of GTA and goes, we, we, we need to put a moral compass on this now. We right. need to tone it back down. We don't want to offend anybody. It seems strange. Like it, now it's, it's weird. I, I, the exciting part for me would be to actually see what a fully redone and large version of vice city would be like, I, to see to so, see what they would do now, I assume it's going to be like Florida and the Bahamas. Yeah, no, it's supposed it's to be, be islands and stuff. It's supposed to be past Orlando and like yeah, yeah. So like if they if they encompass like I I, I don't want to say Disney, but like an amusement park. Yeah, no, they are. You know like they Disney, are right. Like the, Wally World type of thing. Like how like funny do, would it be if there was like a Mickey smoking a that. cigarette or something? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, it wouldn't be a mouse. It'd be a no, rat. It'd be a rat or, or yeah. a gerbil yes. or something. Right. You know what they would do, right? You maybe you'd have a speed joke in there, like you're driving the bus and have to jump the ramp, have to jump over a highway or something. Right. Like those are the missions in a game like that that make it memorable. They, uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. If if they if it's, they do, look, no matter what happens, obviously they sold 165 million units in years. When it comes out, it's going to be the number one selling game. It'll probably be game of the year. People, it, you I can't just, stop it. it. You, I, 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 I don't disagree with you. My point is, no, I, I, is I don't, I don't think, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna spend a little bit of their goodwill on this game. Sure, because it's, it's sure. been too long. Sure, the expectations are too high. All, all I'm saying is too high. All I'm saying is that if they sell eight years from now, after Grand Theft Auto Six comes out, and they only sell eighty million copies, that's still phenomenal. That's like outrageous. Yeah. Look, I, I hope they don't change it. I understand they could change the culture of the people developing the game, but don't change the core of the identity. I don't want to say the core, core identity of what Grand Theft Auto is. You not making a joke because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings is exactly why you should make that joke, especially yes. in a game like this. Yes. Uh, real quick, I want to go over a couple of uh, 
stories real fast. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake has been indefinitely delayed, says reports. Now, Sarge, you, you, this, this headline bugs you because of course, of course it bugs me because I'm not, I'm not mentally incapacitated, right? (laughs) If you say as a reporter, if you say to me, it's indefinitely delayed, that means canceled. Just say canceled. Canceled at this time. Like, do we need to look at the dictionary, what shit means now? That Why does everyone keep trying to change the language to make it sound different than what it is? Indefinitely delayed. You're canceled. The right. game's not coming right. out. right? I, and not to mention the fact that it's one of the greatest games ever. Why? Why wouldn't you do a remake of it? Why wouldn't you do a remake of it? I mean, they did a remake of Bioshock, right? right. They did a remaster of Bioshock, and you won't do a remaster of... Knights of the Old Republic? No, they want to, does that, does they, that seem strange well, to they anybody? Want, they want to change. The, the reason it's indefinitely delayed, Sarge, is because two uh, head uh, designers or directors uh, got fired or let go. Uh, so they don't. And, and, and they don't have anyone that knows how to do that game. That's probably what it is. Nobody currently probably. that's working for the company knows how to do that game over Half the people that probably work for that company know. have never even played the game, probably. That's correct. That's correct. They probably don't even know what the hell the game is. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that's. We'll do it for Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week. We rant along the way. 319 is in the can. We do appreciate you for coming out and hanging out with us each and every single week when we do these things. Uh, if you like what you see here, please make sure you please share, like, and subscribe. We do these live uh, pretty much every week, every Thursday. We miss a couple of shows throughout the throughout the year for reasons or, or whatnot. But we give you about 48 shows a year, so about four weeks Miss five weeks uh, we miss, uh, and we do appreciate you. If you'd like to help us out in any way, shape, or form, please share, like, and subscribe. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can be a member as little as 99 cents. You could also gift members. Uh, you could also do special thanks after the fact once this video is after the uh, on after. Uh, we appreciate you very much for coming out. Some of the stories that we didn't get to is that Xbox had its best sales year ever. Uh, we have Capcom is about to have its 10 straight years of growth. Uh, Diablo Immortal earns over $100 million on mobile phones alone. Uh, PlayStation uh, has a new uh, Backbone controller uh, that, that that's coming out. Uh, and the Meta, or Facebook, sees another massive loss in quarter two fiscal report. Uh, these are all games. Oh, and then one more. Uh, Warhammer 40K Darktide has been delayed by a couple of months. Uh, so those are the stories that we didn't get to. We do appreciate you. Uh, I sent you a request. All right, cool. I'll, I'll look it up in, a, in just a second. Uh, so we appreciate you coming out. Uh, again, thank you very much for showing up. If you'd like to listen to us after the fact, you can listen to us on all podcasts across the, uh, wherever, where you like to listen to podcasts. If you'd like Spotify, we're on Spotify, uh, video format and audio format over there as well. We appreciate you very much, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Game on, guys. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.